What is up, bros? This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and, crit- and critique movies. <laughs> but it's already turning into me. Yeah, right. And also enjoy... <sighs> Rose, you freaking cut me off, man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We enjoy a lot of bit of... <laughs> nerd life this week on the podcast we are joined by a couple very special guests you guys want to introduce yourselves sure thing um my name's scott nar i'm um, sarah nar and we are also filmmakers yeah um do you want us to talk a little bit about just us in general anything specific just our name right? just our na- or just our <laughs> name <laughs> just, just, just our name works <laughs> yeah we'll we'll get into a, a deeper dive Sure. Here in Absolutely. a second. Absolutely. But, so this week on the podcast, we are going to be interviewing Sarah and Scott, talking about their endeavors and their projects and just getting to know them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then we will be breaking down Zack Snyder's Justice League. Let's go. So <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, my name is Brooker, and I want to talk to you about my fun horror podcast called Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Each week, I will talk about a different horror movie through one or two ways, either a kill grade episode where I come up with a cool rubric to grade the kills in each movie. I'll talk about the style, the method, and how impactful it was on me. At the end of the episode, I'll rank all the kills and tell you which ones are my favorite and which ones I thought sucked. I do also like to get a little academic with the movies and do more of what I call a horror review. I will talk about what was good, what was bad, what types of psychological fears the movie plays off of, and what I thought was the scariest part of the movie, while also throwing in some interpretation and wacky theories for the movie. You can find my podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out on Tuesdays. Also, if you're a YouTube fan, these episodes are made available 48 hours early on my YouTube channel at Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brucker Horror or email me at BruckerHorror at gmail.com to let me know your thoughts and interpretations or if you have a movie request you'd like for me to do. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and I hope you get to enjoy the show. Alrighty, like we said, we are going to be interviewing Sarah and Scott, so... You too. Um, want to get like give us a little uh, intro to you, you guys, who you are, and what you do. I'm gonna let you do it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for having us. Um, we are a filmmaking duo. We're out here in California. We're in Los Angeles, and I guess a bit of our background, Scott is uh, from Jamaica originally, and moved to the U.S. for college, and then stuck around and then I married him and now he's never leaving (laughs) and I am from Delaware which is nowhere near as exotic as Jamaica but close close (laughs) and um yeah before I met Scott I was in New York working as a writer doing comedy um which is soul crushing and difficult and awful and so I decided to move to sunny Florida and go to grad school for film and that's where I met Scott and we kind of paired up right away making films together and we've been doing it ever since yeah um yeah uh, i went to school in chicago originally um pursuing music i was doing jazz music up there 
eventually pivoted, wanted to do film by the time I was like 19 because I was like a big film buff and I just enjoyed it. And I said, you know what, I'm going to try my hand at this directing thing. And I went to film school, two film schools in Florida, um, made a bunch of short films. Like Sarah said, Mm -hmm. met her at UM, University of Miami, made some more short films with her. um, And my short films got better <laughs> once we combine forces <laughs> and um Definitely. then we started making <laughs> then we started making our short films yes. and uh ended up yeah we in 2019 packed up our bags and moved out to la in the summer of 2019 and uh yeah here we are now that is awesome <laughs> Couple goals right there. That's all I'm gonna say. We try. We really we tr- are. We try. You know? We're just like the best of friends. We work together. We live together. It's just anything you could want. <laughs> yeah, we do it. We do it all. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're out here. We're um since we've been out here, we've mostly been. We did a short film. As soon, like pretty much as soon as we got here, we like did a short film. Um, and that was that was an experience. Um, dealing with the. Um, like, uh, the, the film LA people out here, um, you know, they're more rigid than they are the, 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 like the film commission people out here are more rigid than they are in Miami. So that was an experience. And then of course COVID hit, so we couldn't do any more shorts. So we just started writing, uh, features together, primarily, uh, horror films. So to date now we've, uh, in terms of our writing that we've done together, we've written two features mm-hmm. that we're trying to shop around the town right now and, um, crossing our fingers that, uh, Stuff comes of it soon, so yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. That so is cool. we, yeah, we wrote down some questions for you. So I'll, like, we'll just bounce back and forth. So Rose, you want to hit them with your first one? Uh, yeah. Uh, I feel this is kind of a basic question. Everyone asks this to a filmmaker. Uh, what got you into filmmaking, both of you? Um, you want to go or do you want me to? Yeah, you can answer. Um, when, well, when I, I guess, I hope I don't sound pretentious. When I was, when I was a, when I was like a kid, like <laughs> I realized I just had like a, like a love for just like stories, um, main, main, primarily through like video games. Cause I was a huge gamer as a kid and I, and I still am, but like when I was a kid, like that was kind of my introduction to like storytelling. Like when it came to like shows, I mainly watched like, you know, your fun cartoons, but like when it came to like grand stories about grand things it all came from gaming um and eventually i started watching movies with with my dad because he's a huge film buff and he showed me like all the classics like lawrence of arabia good the band the ugly um and i just like fell in love with like film completely when i was like a teenager and like i said i was originally a musician i wanted to do music i wanted to play in a band and I came up to the U.S. to pursue music, but it was in my sophomore year of college. I was like, my 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 roommate was like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna make a movie," because uh, I started this class um, where it was like a low level film film class where you know the the assignments is to make movies. And I was like, "Oh, that sounds really cool." And he was like, "Yeah, they rent cameras here on campus." I was like, "What? I didn't know that." Like, I would you know that's awesome. So I went out. Got a camera and tried my hand at making my first ever, I don't want to call it short film, but let's just call it uh, <laughs> narrative home movie. <laughs> and it was actually a, yeah, it was a. That's actually a really good way to describe it. It's it's an experience. <laughs> yeah. My first ever 
video i'll say was a oh it was called son of nosferatu because i was a huge fan of the universal horror movies um so i made a vampire movie and i played the vampire in it actually (laughs) um all yeah oh yeah spoiler alert (laughs) yeah um it was all on like a point and shoot camera i didn't do any lighting my roommates were the actors it was it was pretty crude but that like was my first foray into it and then you know even from that as kind of crappy as it was i just fell in love with doing it like i just loved it and when i moved to florida i decided you know what i'm gonna go to film school and that's where it kind of just started for me i started making short films constantly in film school people would always say like oh you make so much short films like here like i only do them for class assignments and i'm like that's a mistake because Mm -hmm. we have all this equipment for rental whenever we want like rent equipment and make something i would i made stuff constantly and that's just just kind of blossomed from there yeah yeah that's it for me how about you (laughs) um yeah i've just i've always been a writer i've always been a very imaginative child i was very odd as a kid didn't have a lot of friends mostly because i was just more interested in like my imaginary friends so my parents true story my mom took me to the doctor because she thought that something was wrong with me and she was like she doesn't like she doesn't talk she doesn't do anything she just sits and writes all the time and the doctor was like yeah she's just creative like what what do you mean what's wrong with her (laughs) so from there my parents are a little more supportive um but I really that's the only thing I'm good at doing is writing so I've done it in different uh capacities I did journalism for a little bit then I was like this is not for me um moved into sketch comedy and just kind of fell into filmmaking a little bit by necessity like digital shorts were really hot (laughs) at that time um in the comedy world so just from making I guess mini short films and like commercial parodies and stuff with my sketch comedy group that's kind of how I started working with a camera more and then was like oh I kind of like this and this feels a little more somehow more sustainable than comedy <laughs> is filmmaking. <laughs> not sure how I'm not, much I'm not sure about that. But <laughs> but a little bit. We're a little better off now. <laughs> so yeah, I just kind of went into it from there. Got to film school and was like, we had my first assignment was, uh, was to shoot a music video and I rented a camera and was like, oh, I don't know how to, how to work this. So immediately called Scott and was yep. like, hey, you want to shoot this for me? And then just kind of fell into the producing role from there because I was like, I'm much better at telling people what to do <laughs> than doing it myself. <laughs> but like we actually, um, we we met officially on one of my films, mm-hmm. on one uh, a short film I was doing called Nightscapes, which was like a crime dra- retro wave crime drama a la Drive, mm-hmm. you know, like, and like Only God Forgives. We met on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were my PA mm-hmm. for one night. <laughs> out of six this guy is a horrible horrible person no, I'm just it was a mess though <laughs> it was a mess i needed a producer but i'm a director throughout through and through i can't produce to save my life so like <laughs> so yeah well, that's awesome so would you guys say that you your personality types kind of um complement each other with the uh different roles that yeah you need to play i think so for i'm definitely the more organized and i like to think of myself as a creative producer because i'm still a writer first and foremost and i am a creative person but i just enjoy administrative tasks i enjoy organizing i enjoy enjoy budgeting i i just like 
bringing the whole project together um, more than I enjoy kind of sitting down and envisioning one aspect or one, you know, color schemes. And I will, I always say, and it's not just because, you know, we're together, but as a partnership, Scott truly is a visionary. Um, and so he does make it easy to work with as a producer because he knows exactly what he wants. And that's really like, it really suits his personality being a director because he's very able to artistic chaos. Yeah. (laughs) That's what what I am. I'm artistic chaos. But you're able to create worlds, even as a writing partnership. I will say that for us as writing partners, we did butt heads a little bit. It probably took us a year, a year to a year and a half to kind of get our, our groove because we both have ideas and we both are strong writers and passionate about the things that we want it you know, want to write. So it took us a while to find our groove there. But even with that, like once we kind of leaned into, okay, I'm better at writing dialogue. Sometimes everything is sometimes there's always <laughs> exceptions, of course, but I'm better at dialogue. You're better at creating worlds, creating, coming up with the, stories and yeah. the twists and turns and stuff like that. And so just kind of leaning into each other's strengths instead of trying to fight to be the alpha. Yeah. If that makes sense. Big yeah, time. that makes good, a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she said it all. I have none to yeah. add. <laughs> no. All right, Rose. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, or you want me to ask another one? <laughs> I mean, however you want to do it. Do you want to like go back and forth, or do you want one person reads their whole list, the other person? Yeah, reads we can. Them? We can go. We can go back and forth. Cool. Okay. You can tell how well we uh, plan this. In <laughs> All okay. Wait, us too. This is literally our, our. Actually, this is our first interview. Oh, that's awesome. I was gonna say. Well, okay, God. like technically second, but the okay. first one that we did was like she wasn't able to make it, so we had to like <laughs> oh, we no. sent her a list of questions and then she answered yeah. them, and so we just read them well, we're, we're honored to be your first <laughs> yes, <laughs> officials yes, and it's going great these are good questions <laughs> absolutely okay feel <laughs> wait aren't you going killed next wait uh, oh, okay yeah <laughs> come on man <laughs> we'll get into the swing of this <laughs> um eventually so what kind of what dictates or for you, for you guys, what kind of dictates what kind of stories uh, you want to tell? Like, I know your last short, or the short film that you want us to break down, which we haven't yet, but it, I haven't decided when it's going to come out yet. <laughs> that's, okay. that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> which we, which we watched and just got to say, love it. And awesome. I know that Thank that you. one's a, a horror movie yes. or a horror film. <laughs> and then the next one, I think you said was also going to be also horror. horror. Yeah. Yes. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so what kind of, is that just kind of the genre that you lean towards, or? As of right now, because the thing, like, we're trying to play the game in Hollywood well, and that means, like, what I mean by that is, like, Hollywood, um, when it comes to picking genres to option and sell to make into movies, horror is the... Mm -hmm most um picked up one it's profitable it's easier to make a profit because they're cheap to produce and they turn a big profit because there's a huge fan base there's always an audience for it and also you don't need big name actors for it either and people will still go see it because watching a horror film is like the same as going to like an amusement park Mm -hmm. you know it's like fun um yeah and like 
Or terrifying, if you hate Or terrifying, yeah. <laughs> but the analogy still works. <laughs> but at the same time, though, you know, we, we try to lean towards more of the what they call, I guess, the elevated horror. Or um, another word I actually learned the other day, misery horror. Um, where we like com- Where we combine elements of, like like really like powerful dramas with with horror so like movies that are kind of like you know movies like the witch or rosemary's baby or hereditary where it's like they're pretty much like drama films with horror um tones inserted Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what we're leading into because i we feel like that's kind of like where in terms of like what's what's like really playing and what people are celebrating and giving accolades to is like those elevated horror movies. And, and they're, and they're also making money too. That's the, they're not, they're not just getting the accolades. They're also making the money. So, but the funny thing about that is it's what we've always enjoyed watching. Yeah. So like for my whole life, I've been watching horror movies. Like my mom, we had a, a trailer at the beach and whenever we would spend summers there and whenever it would be a rainy day, my mom would just rent horror movies. And so I've been traumatized from a very young age (laughs) and, (laughs) but I've always loved, like I've been obsessed with horror and Scott too. It's something that we bonded over when we first started, you know, working together. I'm a a horror maniac. Yeah. (laughs) I was still doing more comedy and Scott was doing drama, drama, straight drama. Yeah. Mostly white people crying. Yeah. (laughs) How I categorized his, films before we started working together but we just kind of had a revelation it was scott who said it actually like one day we're like why don't we just write horror like that's what we both know and love that's it has all of these advantages it's not easy to write but it it does you know in terms of producing and what whatnot all the things that we just said it's easier in some ways to produce and it's it's just a really great genre so we're like we should be leaning into this because it's kind of just it falls into the write what you know you know yeah we know horror we watch a lot of horror. yeah yeah and it it really just like like i said like for me at least like with you know like with 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 the horrors that we write like it it it, that's you know like that's why i like it Mm because it's like the drama is in there and the horror and it's it feels like it's not just a slasher film or a possession film it's the, the the core of the story is a say a familial con uh, conflict or relational conflict and then the horror is kind of like on the outskirts but mm-hmm. it's like there and it affects them but the core of it the core like kind of thing that's like rocking the story is like uh, a conflict between two people or multiple people or whatever mm-hmm. so that's kind of like what we like to do what we like to write and the direction we're going at least for now obviously once we break through more through the door of hollywood we'll branch out um, you know, do more genres, do straight up dramas, do straight up comedies, sci-fi, whatever, <laughs> you know, like I, I, me, I'm, I'm a, I love every genre. There's not a single genre of film that I don't like watching. So like, um, want to do it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So would you say that like, or for Sarah, uh, you, you said you write, you used to write comedy. Do you mm-hmm. think that that helps a lot with with your horror writing? I do think that having a background in comedy helps with horror writing to a certain degree because with comedy, you really have to think on your feet. And I mentioned before, my strength as a writer is definitely dialogue. 
In fact, some of my other areas are a lot weaker. <laughs> I can have pages and pages of just two people talking and then Scout will be like, but are they doing anything? Like what's happening? Yeah. So just I fly think, off. but I do think that it, that that comedy background has served me well because for me, and I was a performer as well, everything that I write, I wanted it to feel natural when I said it. So, and especially with comedy, because you have to, there has to be some grounding in reality, even if what you're saying is completely ridiculous. So there was always an element of, okay, but I need this, even if I'm saying something totally outlandish or I'm writing something that is like, realistically doesn't make sense, it still needs to feel like something that someone would actually say. And so I feel like that that's helped me as a writer and in in the horror genre, because it's helped me understand the characters more so to kind of put myself in those situations and feel like I can write from a place of I understand that this is how I would respond as a human and here's how I can translate that to another character Hmm. and working in comedy is horrifying and terrifying so I think that that (laughs) a lot of a lot of my comedy funny enough was rooted in in horror and like I did a show called like deepest fears and stuff like that so I think that, that those two just kind of lend it lend themselves to one another humor is a great processing tool so it's a great tool to have in a horror film as like a bit of relief or a bit of like a breath a, a, a bit of grounding sometimes right that's very true um follow up mm-hmm. I, um i'm not sure if you've listened to any of our like horror movie breakdowns before but we have very strong feelings about this. Okay. <laughs> what do you guys think of jump scares? They're 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 fun sometimes, but when they're oversaturated, it's yeah. terrible. Like I hate them. But I think horror movies, the best horror movies, don't have jump scares. Yeah. Yeah. The best horror movies have very minimal jump scares. Not not no jump scares because you have to have you have to have some in there. Like a studio. It will will be like we yeah. we need some jump scares in there because that's what the general audience likes. But I think that the better horror movies, the more um, the ones that are being celebrated now, they're are pretty minimal. They're yeah. slow burn horror yeah. movies, you know. I think they're good in moderation, but it's like so. We funny enough, we're just talking about this, or I was just writing about this um, for an article about um, that show on Netflix, Haunted, and it's like literally all jump scares. Yeah. And it's exhausting as an audience member because you're just like, oh my God, like I can't relax. And then after a certain point, like with a series or even a film, it's just like, I'm not scared anymore because I already know what you're going to do and I'm on to you and now I'm just over it and I'm tired and I don't want to do this. So I think they're more effective the less they're used. <laughs> yeah. All right, then we definitely see eye to eye okay, on good. that. <laughs> I was nervous <laughs> I'm like watching, looking for a response. <laughs> You yeah, two like one of the most common, yeah, the most common thing we we say when a movie's like that is just we we like the we like our movies to earn their jump scares. Yeah, that's exactly. I think it. that's a great way of putting it. Like, I don't mind a good jump scare. Like, it can really be a good time. And like, if they get you, like, that's a great. Like, I always find myself laughing after because I'm like, oh, that was so fun. Yeah, but it only feels like that when it's earned. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, Rose. 
Um, okay. Uh, were there any hardships in uh, making, I'm going to refer to uh, Umbra. Were there any hardships? Um, is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> yeah, Umbra. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think were we touched on it. Yeah, we touched on it a little earlier. Dealing with Film LA was pretty rough. Because they had us, um, we shot in. Wait, Mon- don't say that, because then they might uh, never let us make another movie. <laughs> well, all right, well, well, all right. Let me say. But I think everyone would probably agree it's a little rough. We we shot in um at Bronson Cave, which is where they shot Batman. So there was a lot of rules and regulations for shooting there. Um, oh. like we had to hire two security guards. Mm-hmm. We had to. Um, we had to rent a porta potty. Had to rent a porta potty. It was which very then was expensive. open to the public to use which really hurt my soul because I was like, I'm not paying for this for, like, everybody. Like, this is just for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they didn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, that was kind of the main thing. Do you have anything else? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would say that it was different. Okay. It was difficult. Um, even the, the working with the permits office, it was difficult in part because it was our first production that we hadn't been students. And so we didn't have permits easily handed to us, insurance given to us. So there were some definite budget concerns where we were like, wait, it costs how much to insure a project? Like what is happening? So we had to kind of get creative there. And then, I mean, we filmed the whole thing in two nights outside and we only had six hours each night. Um, yeah, because we had oh, no geez. money and it was so expensive to pay for the rental of the cave to have the security. Like, it was just so much. And we had so few hands on set. It was literally myself, Scott, um, our cinematographer, Alex, and then two PAs. And that was it. And we're, we're filming in this whole, I was producing, doing art, doing makeup, doing, I did costumes. I was doing sound. That's why we had to ADR the whole thing because I messed up the sound. Like it was just so much. And being out outside in the dark, there were, how could he like have forgotten about this part? Like (laughs) outside there's rattlesnakes, there's coyotes. Like we had this security guard with us who we thought was like a park ranger who was going to be, helping and protect us against the wildlife and he basically showed up and was like hey if i see a snake i'm out and we're like what what do you mean we thought you were gonna keep the snakes away (laughs) it was was crazy it was a mess so just the stress of having so few resources and have and few such few such little time rather yeah and really like it was anytime we needed to move it was all of us like carrying things on our backs like just really physically intense yeah and just kind of overall very stressful and i would say unpleasant shoot just for those reasons outside of that the cast was so great they were so great cast yeah it was it was it was it was a time in that vast area we had minimal crew you probably mentioned this um yeah it was it was it was a time but we pulled through it was the dirtiest we've ever been oh filthy we were filthy like yeah. disgusting like afterwards but because there was also a fire at the same time so we were filming we were filming and we're in, we're sitting in the cave and we're going wow it's so warm for being nighttime in november like yep. wow you know probably made a like global warming comment whatever and then we were, we start joking because we're like it smells like barbecue guess brad pitt's having a barbecue up the hill like in his mansion up there and then we were like is that a fire? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It was just pretty much anything and everything also, that also, you can imagine. Also, a helicopter showed up at one point and yeah. we're like searching they for... They were searching for a fugitive. They were searching for a fugitive. So we didn't know if we were going to get shut down. 
for both yeah, of those reasons, it was, like the it was, fire and the fact that there was a police search. Some random, random guy like crashed the set because he was just hiking in the middle of the night. At 10 like, p.m.? What? <laughs> <laughs> it was really strange. Yeah. It was a time, though. It was a time. It was a time. <laughs> Does that answer the question? <laughs> absolutely. No, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, Thank you. We're like, is this the fugitive that they're looking for? <laughs> like, if we hear of any missing persons on the news tomorrow, we, we like tried to remember every detail we could about yeah, the guy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean... You know, <laughs> pretty standard film set. Finished it. <laughs> Finished it. That's all that matters. <laughs> Jeez, that's that's a lot. It was, yeah, it was. I ha- I've been a bit reluctant to go back to set since then. So for our next film, it definitely took a lot of convincing for Scott to be like, "Don't you want to make another movie?" And I'm like, "Are you crazy? Do you remember what happened the last time?" <laughs> How um. Quick question: How much did were they charging you uh, to uh, rent the cave? That's a question um, for her, <laughs> Miss Producer. I, I think all in all, to rent the cave for both nights with the security guards, it was like fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, which was like which was wow. like more than half of our budget. Yeah, which is like, <laughs> look for a lot of productions and a lot of small f- short films, especially like they they have budget like you know you don't hear of a lot of short films that get you know festival circulation and whatever that are done for less than five or even ten thousand dollars even more sometimes you yeah. know people who have spent a hundred thousand on a short film but for us we don't have it like that <laughs> and we no. always like are working on a very micro budget and so our whole budget was only twenty five hundred three thousand dollars and that was yeah. because we had to put some extra of our own in at the end because it of the was, location yeah, because of the location and everything so for us fifteen hundred wow. for two nights for only to be able to film a total of 12 hours was a really big deal <laughs> that's, that's insane. insane wow <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> it was nuts it was crazy it was very stressful because then you want everything else you don't want the rest of the production to suffer because most of your budget is just going towards logistics yeah you know like of course we would have rented a toilet anyway that actually wasn't even expensive that was yeah. only like 75 dollars a day <laughs> it was great but oh. when most of what you're paying for is just to be able to film in the first place it's hard because you you can't pay actors you can't get a lot of like art and production design that we would have wanted. And we really had to kind of bootleg a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I'm proud of what we did with so little, but it was hard. <laughs> it was tough. It was tough, but we did it. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. And again, spoilers for <laughs> whenever that comes out, it paid off. Well, yeah. Thanks. It, it was <laughs> tremendously. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. You. It's Thank you. it's out. It's, it's 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 out. It's out right now. Yeah, it's yeah. it's on YouTube. Yeah. Um, they, they oh, they it. don't. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. My my bad. My bad. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you sent them a private link. <laughs> no, sorry. I gave you the same link everybody else gets. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. We just appreciate getting anything. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So. <laughs> uh. That's kind of how our whole show is. It's just like, <laughs> I mean, even with how long we've been doing this, it's just like, hey, we're not at zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. true. But yep. look, we all 
are starting at some point. And then it's like, I think it is important, even though we all here have like bigger goals and aspirations, obviously, it's still important to recognize like the little the, wins, the small wins along the yeah. way, you know, like I think we racked up to 5,000 some views on, on Umbra on YouTube. And that's like, that's, that's a huge achievement. Yeah. Like, cause they're, they're completely organic. We didn't like, we didn't. I mean, we really made Instagram it. posts, but that's kind of it. Like, we didn't pay for any marketing for it or anything. It just kind of organically grew from zero to 5,700. So that's a pretty nice win, we think, you know? So we, we take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that is a very, very solid win. Yeah. <laughs> take them where you can get them. <laughs> Got to do it. Got to do it for the even, – if even for the psyche. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> – <laughs> oh well i think you answered a majority of the questions i i had so rose well, did you have any any others uh yeah it was like the same thing for me but i mean i th- i think this one can still work um uh where do you two see yourselves as filmmakers in five years ten years you can kind of choose well, which one you want to answer. <laughs> well, we're we're hoping in the, Seven, right yeah, we're hoping in the next few months to get a, a get an option for our horror script mm-hmm. that will hopefully get uh, picked up and and made. And then we're working on another horror script that we're going to shop. And I know we're speaking like pretty short term, but if mm-hmm. we're talking like five years, we hope to be like pretty much like in the in the game, like yeah. fully making Full-time. fully making feature films that are being shown in theaters. You know, we don't like we don't like being super minimalist about our goals we stay them straight up like no we want yeah you know we don't want like oh you know it's so it, it's okay if we just have like a movie that shows no we want <laughs> we want it <laughs> we want it in amc's and regals yeah. nationwide big distribution deals the whole nine yards <laughs> like award ceremonies and <laughs> is it lofty sure but you know what well, like yeah. you know you, you film, gotta be lofty <laughs> like you know film and, and television and entertainment can be such a uh I guess to use your word, a lofty dream anyway, that it's like, well, if you're going to do it at all, if you're going to go not, for it, why yeah. not go for it? All? Cause, cause <laughs> I always say like, you know, like I would have just done something that gave me a lot of money, yeah. you know, but like, you know, if, if, if I was just going to like not go the distance with it, you know, if I was just going to like make an indie film here and there, put it up. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I'm not bashing that no. at all. It's just that that's not what we want. We want, we want the, the the full the full yard. We want the full the 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 pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not we're not humble with our goals. If that you know, we want we're <laughs> no. we're, you know, we're, we're gonna Kanye this shit. Yeah, like we're gonna Kanye this shit. You know, we're gonna be completely like Let's yeah, <laughs> going there with it, Com- utter and complete ambition. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's that's kind of the five. I think that's definitely it's definitely an industry that you need to be like. You that, have to have that attitude. You have yeah. to because if you don't, then you're. I, I don't think you're ever gonna. You, you'll get somewhere, and you know it's it's okay. You know, I've, we met a lot of people who you know they wanted to go to distance, but we're like, hey, but if I do this thing here, that's okay. I'll start a production company. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do that. We don't want to start a production company. The we do, is, we do, we do, but like we want to never work that that <laughs> route for us. It's so funny because like we do have a lot of friends we went to film school with who have since started production companies, which is I guess the film school backup. I don't know, but we've tried to do that. We've tried the freelancing thing when we first like, moved out here. Because when we first moved out here, we were pretty oh, we were so, pretty broke. So, so like yeah, we moved out here and had literally zero money, and then we got here and we're like. 
Why? What did we just do? <laughs> yeah. So we tried our stuff. hand, but it just didn't really work but out. It, it yeah. seems like for us, when we've only had like marginal success, the marginal success that we've had only when we've done big and outlandish things like make a short film. Yeah. Or which isn't even that big, but it's just like, you know, you keep going when we've continued on and it's like, we're only doing this. We're only going to keep going if we're writing and producing and directing and we're not going to be editors on the side. And then that turns into our full-time game. It never works out for us. anyway. So it's like, well, (laughs) I guess we just have no choice but to freaking hustle and make it happen. We don't really, yeah, we don't really want that. We don't really want to just like, fall into like a low level thing because like i said before if i was gonna do that i would i don't know gone into like business or something yeah. i don't know or like so, or like something for a lawyer or something you way know less taxing on way, your psyche. way less taxing on your psyche and but and get, they just had our own different yeah, struggles like we our philosophy is you know go you know all or nothing yeah. like you know like you know that's yeah. there's no plan b it's 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 film pro level filmmaking or or bust like so i love that yeah. Yeah. And I tell my parents that too, and they're like, You sure you don't want me? I'm like, Nope. <laughs> Raise your hands if your parents have tried to convince you to go into entertainment law. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should try entertainment law. That's kind of the same thing. No, it's not. I'm not a, I'm not a lawyer. They're like, That doesn't matter. Like, you can, you can just that's do the it. only thing that matters. You have so. to be a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So that brings up a question for me, and feel free to not answer if this is like personal. But how how do you guys like? Are you what's are you like living off of the income from your short films, or are you doing something to supplement? No, no, we have we 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 do have day jobs. We have day (laughs) jobs. We actually got paid for two of our shorts that we did in the past. Two dramas. Um, there were my actually my my second and third year films at UM. We got paid. Um, I got a distribution deal on uh, Shorts TV, which is pretty cool. So uh, those two films are showing on Direct TV right now and on AT and T Uverse. But um, you know, shameless plug right there. <laughs> but like, but um, <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, oh, yeah. Sounds like fun. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, no, we have we have day jobs. Like we said, we came here. We were trying to freelance thing. We just weren't getting it. Living in LA, LA is expensive. You know, mm. it's just. We don't want to be. We always say we don't want to be starving artists. No, like, we like eating so much. We like eating and we like comfort. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we we're, really do. We're, we're a little too bougie, so we're <laughs> yeah. we're not really willing to like sacrifice that stuff. So we just try and find a good balance of like, okay, we do our day job, but then when we're not, or even during our day jobs, I mean, all the time, like I'm sneaking away and like doing stuff for our careers, like all the time. At, my job. No, that, you're not. That sounds bad, but you know what I'm saying. It. Like, it's true. <laughs> Maybe cut that part out. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's cool. I've always wondered that because it's just like you hear so many people talking about, like, oh, this yeah. is like, it's just, it sounds like that's like all they do is doing like yeah. the short films or just films in general. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Chasing your dreams is kind of expensive. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> that's a, a great bit. point. I do wish that people would talk about that more. Like even even people who've worked in restaurants and have like side gigs like that. Like I cocktail waitress for most of my twenties, you know, and to to fund my life in New York and then my life in Miami. And it's like I I hate that it's 
there's kind of this stigma around like, well, if you have to have a job, then you haven't made it yet as a filmmaker. And it's like, but I'm making films. Like when I got, we're doing stuff, yeah, we're got, hustling, we're grinding. But I like, got a job when I was in grad school and it was like really looked down upon like, Oh, how do you have time for that? And like, if you're honest with yourself, you're not making films 40 hours a week. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> you're making them when you're in production and of course, pre-production and post and everything. But it's like, you have time. Like, there's time and no of course do i want a day job no i want my day job to be making films and we both do but i don't think there's any shame in supporting your hustle and not you know trying your be- trying your best not to be the star of an artist because yeah, that's no and fun the length like... people go to in this industry <laughs> and so many actors that we know who are working two three jobs and it's just i respect it so much because it's like this is something that you're passionate about enough to the fact that you're willing to make this like literally your fourth job because this is a job (laughs) but you know you're doing so many other things to make sure that you can still have this as part of your life and i think that's cool like yeah and also if you want to have a nice comfy life while you're waiting that's okay that's okay (laughs) too (laughs) you're not a sellout you just don't want to live in a dungeon yeah or, I've already lived in plenty or of Or a shoebox or a closet. Yeah. You know, we hear a lot about the whole, like, oh, George Clooney, he lived in a closet. Like, most... I I'm feel not like, living in a closet. I'm six but foot I, one. But I feel like most filmmakers <laughs> don't do that. No. Like, I've never met a filmmaker who, who was like, I don't know, like, I'm living in a closet. Like, yeah. it's like... It's a different they, era. It's a different era, yeah. It's more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> George Clooney's closet would still be $2,000 a month now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, I think that covers every anything I had to ask, Rose. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm good. Thank you for answering those. Of course, thank you, thank so you, you for, for asking, asking them. Yeah, <laughs> great. thank you. Great questions. All right, well, I think we can move on over to the breakdown now. Let's so do it. let's go and do that. So, first up, if you are, we actually asked a question of the week. I forgot about that. Whoops. So, not first up. Did we actually get any responses? I didn't see any on Instagram. We got a couple. Were any on Instagram? Yeah, I, we got one on in, on Instagram. I think we got another on Twitter. And Apparently if I was cool. better at planning, <laughs> I would have remembered to pull oh. this up before. <laughs> Oh, man. That's okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. Nope, not that one. Jeez, just open the same notification. <laughs> Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. <laughs> All right, so the question of the week that we posted, uh, we asked... Regarding Zack Snyder's Justice League, what did you think of the Snyder Cut, and was it an improvement? Um, and we got a response from the homie at Casual520. He said, improvement, yes, but it's hard not to with four hours. <laughs> or it's hard, yeah. 
four so. sure. okay. <laughs> yeah. The four hours is a uh, is a big selling point for for <laughs> everyone. <laughs> it was rough. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's hard to argue with him. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. And I don't think over... any movie has any any movie any movie has any business being four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it has to be like a really solid movie. <laughs> yeah, it has to be like Lord you of the Rings know, level, which this was not. <laughs> we all know Snyder just wanted to beat the Russo brothers with runtime. I think that's why he made it four hours. Yeah, the Russo brothers did it better, though. (laughs) Way better. (laughs) Oh, yes, they did. Um, And then over on Instagram, we got a response from the Ex-Wife podcast. Uh, They said, huge improvement. It was a totally different movie and has so much more character development. I wanted a sequel at the end, which is nowhere near how I felt after Justice League. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's clever yeah definitely <laughs> get it oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so those are the only two responses that we got <laughs> hey for how awesome. late that we posted that I'm pretty impressed that we got two <laughs> I am too <laughs> yay yeah I think what did we posted it last night <laughs> oh my god yeah cause yeah. yeah Caleb what was it Caleb texted me at like 10 o'clock at night he's like shit I forgot to send you this Oops, that happens. Yeah, okay. I think uh, I think my wife said something. She's just like, "Oh, just to start talking about something," and then brought up question, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh man! Like we had something to do. Whoopsie. <laughs> yeah, which sucks because I put I I put a freaking reminder on my phone and everything. Oh, I hate when that oh man. Good. I think I like. I saw it and then I ignored it. And I'm like, (laughs) I'll remember later. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for answering our question of the week. We really appreciate it. Yes, we do. Um, Now, getting into the breakdown. If you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final. All bros slash super astra. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> letter grade. <laughs> um, and then it gives us a, like a percentage and everything. And like I said, uh, gives us a, a schoolhouse grade. Uh, so the eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes. And then we give it our own personal grade at the very end. So, without awesome. further ado, Rose is about to spoil the entire four-hour <laughs> movie for us. So, if you've not seen it, you've been warned and it's your own damn fault. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm going to apologize up front if I do mess any of this up. I'm going to crack, crack under pressure, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, we have a reading with Rose segment and it's spelled with two E's. <laughs> <laughs> reading like oh, a read man. from 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 a river. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Crisis averted. My laptop almost restarted on me. Oh no. 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thousands of years ago, Darkseid and his parademons attempted to conquer Earth using the Mother Boxes after learning that Earth harbored the anti-life equation. The attempt was foiled by a unified alliance of old gods, Amazons, Atlanteans, humanity, and a Green Lantern. After the battle, the boxes were hidden in different locations, guarded by the Amazons, uh, Atlanteans, and humanity, respectively. In the present, Superman's death triggers the box's reactivation, attracting Steppenwolf, Darkseid's disgraced lieutenant, to Earth. Steppenwolf aims to regain Darkseid's favor by gathering the boxes to form the unity which would terraform Earth in the likeliness of their world apocalypse. Steppenwolf retrieves a mother box from Themyscira, prompting Queen Hippolyta. Is it Hippolyta? Or is it Hippolyta? Wow, I'm already screwing this up. Hippolyta. I forgot that's what it was. Wow. Uh, Hippolyta to warn her daughter, Diana Prince. Diana receives the message and learns of the events related to Darkseid and Steppenwolf. She informs Bruce Wayne. Bruce and Diana seek to form a team of metahumans to protect Earth. Bruce locates Arthur Curry and Barry Allen, while Diana locates Victor Stone. Barry joins immediately, while Arthur and Victor refuse. However, Victor joins after his father Silas and several other Star Labs employees are kidnapped by parademons seeking the human's mother box. Steppenwolf attacks an Atlantean outpost to retrieve their box, forcing Arthur into action. The team receives intel from Gotham City Police Commissioner James Gordon, leading them to Steppenwolf's army in an abandoned facility under Gotham Harbor. Although the group rescues the kidnapped employees, the facility is flooded during combat, trapping the team until Arthur helps delay the flood so they can escape. Victor retrieves the last mother box, which he has hidden, for the group to analyze. Victor realizes that Silas used the box to rebuild his body after a car accident and that the boxes are, cha- are change machines that unfal- unfalteringly enforce the will of their master, destroying or restoring to life without bias. The group decides to use the box to resurrect Superman to help fight Steppenwolf. Barry and Victor exhume Superman's body and place it in the amniotic fluid of the Genesis Chamber in a Kryptonian ship kept in Star Labs. After Barry activates the Mother Box, an Ansemniac Superman is resurrected, immediately attacking the group after Victor's cybernetics target him in self-defense. Lois Lane arrives just in time to to calm Superman, preventing him from killing Bruce. Together, Lois and Superman leave for his family home in Smallville, where he regains his memories and reunites with his mother, Martha. Steppenwolf attacks Star Labs and retrieves the last mother box, though Silas manages to supercharge the box with his laser heat at the cost of his own life, allowing Victor to track it by tracing the heat. Without Superman, the five heroes travel to where Steppenwolf aims to unite the boxes. The team fights their way through the parademons to reach the boxes, but cannot distract Steppenwolf enough for Victor to separate them. Superman arrives and overpowers Steppenwolf, but the boxes merge to form the Unity, causing a massive explosion. Barry enters the Speed Force and reverses time, allowing Superman and Victor to separate the boxes. The heroes kill Steppenwolf and toss his body through a portal to Apocalypse, Darkseed, Darkseid, wow, sorry, 
assures his servant Desade. I didn't even. Desaad. I actually didn't even know he had a name. (laughs) Yeah, Desaad. Yeah, weird name. Uh, He will return to Earth to complete (laughs) uh, to complete his quest for the anti-life equation. After the battle, Bruce, Diana, and Alfred Pennyworth agree to set up a base of operations at the former Wayne Manor. As the team establishes, Diana receives another message from the Amazons. Barry acquires a job in the Central City's police department, which impresses his father, Henry. Victor is inspired by a message from his father to use his abilities for good. Arthur bids farewell to Mara and his mentor, Nuidus Volko, and he, as he goes to see his father, and Superman resumes his life as reporter Clark Kent and as protector of Earth. Lex Luthor, who escaped from Arkham Asylum, is visited by Slade Wilson, to whom Luthor reveals Batman's secret identity. After having a vision involving Victor, Barry, Mara, Wilson, the Joker, and an evil Superman in a post-wow, I am so sorry. In a post-apocalyptic world, Bruce receives a visit from the Martian Manhunter, who previously visited Lois disgusted dis wow disguised as Martha. He thanks Bruce for assembling the team before saying they will be in contact in preparation for Darkseid's next plan. Plans. Whew. Oh, yeah. Good job. I mean, thank you. I mean, I messed up a couple times. It's not my worst. It's not my worst. (laughs) You did a great job, man. Honestly, that's better than I have done, so. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, so this... Okay. <laughs> story is a much is a big improvement upon the Joss Whedon version. And oh, yeah. we we gave it or me and Rose ended up giving it like in the high 80s. Okay. So you two Now I have a question though. Is this based on your scores were they based on um the improvement from the original, or as a separate story? No, this is like its own entity. We okay. we try not. We try our best not to um compare movies to sure, how sure. they are because in like a group yeah. or as a whole, or okay. unless it's like it just works that way. In like with uh, Avengers Endgame, like you sure. can't say how good Avengers Endgame is without looking back at some of the others. But this one, it was supposed to be like this... We looked at this like it was the movie we were supposed to get after Batman versus Superman. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Because we'd, we'd never I've seen, never seen it, yeah. the 2017 one, so this is just Justice League for us. Yeah. This isn't really? like the Snyder Cut. This is no. just Justice League, yeah. I avoided the first one, like The Plague, because I, I thought it would suck. So, like... <laughs> smart. Very smart. Well, very, you very weren't smart. wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just avoided it because, I mean, as whatever as it sounds, I just wasn't into uh, comic book movies at the time. But yeah, I now, got I got her into it. Yes, <laughs> now I am fully in. <laughs> but I have not seen the Disney the Disney Disney Plus is the sauce. Yes. All right, Disney Plus is the sauce. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So knowing that, that actually justifies your scores a little bit. So. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me feel a bit better. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Little, 
And I was, I, I, pro- I probably have the most critical score yeah, I'm going to figure. Yeah, you really mean. I thought I was I'm, being I'm, mean. I'm, I am very critical with, like, everything, everything, especially <laughs> movies. I'm, like, really critical. <laughs> if I love them, I love them. Actually, when it, comes to, when it comes to story, Sarah was actually the harshest on was it. Was I? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, well, we can talk about that at the, at, when the time comes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that's just in the story category. O- overall, sure. Uh, I'm not actually. I'm not so quite sure. There is a. Train. I think it. I kind of evens out. <laughs> oh, okay, we're all kind of on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you average all of our scores out together, it comes to a seventy-four point two five. Okay. All right. That's not bad. That's I'm not fine bad. with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. This is yeah, honestly like, actually like even... on Rotten Tomato territory, so this is actually like perfect. Cool. Okay, so we kind of have the same opinions. <laughs> as, oops, sorry. We have the same opinions as everybody else, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> collectively, collectively, yes. Collectively, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, we, now we let's find have out a... where we differ individually. <laughs> we kind of have a love-hate relationship with Rotten Tomatoes on this podcast, so. Yep. <laughs> just just okay. a little bit, just a little bit. I understand yeah, Rotten Tomatoes is the reason we score movies the way that we do. Okay. <laughs> sure, sure. I like that. It kind of gives it more of an overall approach rather than just one score. Yeah. Yeah. Or that's, a holistic approach. That's what we That's what we like. We like we were anytime we would look at like Rotten Tomatoes, we'd see the critics scores and it'd be like really low on a movie that we really enjoyed. Mm. And it's just like they're grading the movie as a whole, or how much they liked it, or whatever. And we're like, no, nah, I'm definitely. We're sick of that I, shit. I sound like I'm the I'm I'm on, I'm on the critical. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm in that match. <laughs> I'm in the it's critic funny match. Because Scott always says, "I don't want to be a film critic. I don't want to like even no. with writing and stuff. He's like, I don't want to review films, but no. just moreover, like I don't want to be overly critical because the fact that you just made a movie is so great. And then he's always the one that's the harshest critic. And I'm like, yeah. What? <laughs> well, that's exactly why I don't want to do it because everyone would hate me. So, like, it's true. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, uh, I feel like I'm always too nice. Okay. Sometimes. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, you seem like a very nice person. I can see. Yeah. That. Not, I don't feel like well, you'd be too you. nice, but you do seem and, very and nice, I, so I can see that. And I also want to say, like, I'm not like a film snob. Like, I'm not like a. I, I no. only watch Criterion and, and, you know, I mean, I do watch Criterion, but like, no, I'm not like, trash movies <laughs> but I love, so I love everything. Like I really do. So I'm not, I'm just, if for this it's more over just like my love of superhero movies in general is what dictated it for me. And the fact that I've seen a trillion of them, you know, and it's just like, for me, like, you know, this one was better than Batman versus Superman. If I was to compare it to another Snyder superhero film. Much better okay. than that movie. That movie was horrible, but in my opinion, I thought it was horrible. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but I, I I came out. I said this one I think is decent. Decent. That's your decent was, score. Yeah, that's my decent score. <laughs> yeah, that's my decent score. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I have a follow up question to the Batman v Superman part. Have you seen uh, David Ayer's Suicide Squad that like came out like I think the same year? Horrible movie. One of the worst movies oh. I've ever seen in my life. Hands okay, on. okay. It's, it's hilariously can bad, can we though. just collectively appreciate Slipknot, the man who could climb it? Yeah, the best character, best superhero didn't. ever. Yeah. 
True. Yeah, it, yeah I actually have a really a man funny story climb about anything. going to see Suicide Squad in theaters. Like, I went with my buddy, my buddy Jay, who was actually the best man at my wedding, and he, um, it was raining, and we're, we're this one we're living in Florida, and it was raining, and he didn't want to go. I was like, nah, dude, we got to see it, whatever. We both got soaked. <laughs> so we sat in this cold theater, no. freezing, watching this horrible movie. And when we leave the theater, oh, my friend man. takes out his phone and he's like, oh, my God, my phone's not working. Oh, my God, my phone's not working. His phone, like, completely was destroyed from it being in his wet pocket for the duration of the movie. And it was literally like, he was like, this is the worst, this is the worst <laughs> fucking day of my life. I fucking hate you for bringing me here. <laughs> Obviously, he was like, yeah. oh, shit. He's like, he was like, he was like, he was like, you brought me to a movie that was absolute trash. I was soaked and freezing the whole time, and now I have to buy a new phone. I was like, happy Saturday, man. That about <laughs> <laughs> suicide squad experience for everyone. Yeah. I tried, I tried to get him to rewatch it with me just for, just for funsies, and he was like, not about it. He was like, I'm never watching that again. <laughs> Mostly because it was bad. <laughs> I can't say I can argue with the guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay well i trust you guys a lot more knowing that you feel that way so. but, you, but but you don't want to know something <laughs> funny i would re-watch the suicide squad before i would re-watch batman versus superman because the suicide squad i mean suicide is it those or the new one's called mm-hmm. the suicide squad or just i don't know i don't know but uh, yes yeah the new one's called the suicide squad i find it like to be like in the vein of like troll 2 it's like hilariously bad <laughs> where where batman v superman i'm just like not obviously it's not the same movie but like in the vein of like like so bad it's entertaining well, Batman v Superman is just disappointing. <laughs> yeah. I can understand that. Yeah, like it's really, just, okay, it's just, it was a letdown. That. Yeah, it was a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Hmm. Um, so, oh, sorry, Caleb. No, I was just gonna say. Well, I think what this movie was like it it was an improvement upon the Joss Whedon version. Like, I think that there was a little bit better flow. Like, yes, the movie seemed to go on forever. <laughs> yeah. I felt like it took 40 years, not four hours. I was like, I've missed the birth of all our children. I've missed 17 birthdays. Yeah, like, it was like... What eight, is I, happening? I, I, I took eight breaks watching it. Oh, like, oh, oh so long. Okay, so and, I, and I love, love <laughs> long movies. I do. And it's I like, I do... I mean, I don't love them, but I can deal with them, you know? But this one was a little... It's a little much. <laughs> I mean, thankfully it was broken into yeah. chapters. I appreciated that. I d- yeah, I agree Actually, with you. Yeah, I agree I did. with you. I liked the chapters. I thought that was fun. It let me know when I could complain about something else. <laughs> just 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 a, just a quick little bit of info. They originally were going to release it um, on HBO Max as a miniseries, not as like the whole a whole thing. That makes um, sense. Yeah, they're they're originally going to oh. release it as a miniseries, but they decided against it. Yeah. No, I feel like that would have been better because then I'm sorry, and I didn't mean to diverge from what your original point was but i do feel like that would be better because i felt like there was so much even though it was so long there was just so much that was they were jam-packed but also that they skipped over that i felt like they could have expanded on even though they were already taking fucking forever with everything yeah um (laughs) then maybe it it would have worked better for me as a miniseries yeah that's fair yeah 
So, yeah, yeah I think it would have been a little <laughs> bit easier to consume. Maybe like do two chapters per. Sure. Because there were, yeah. what, was there six chapters? Six, yeah. yeah. I honestly feel if they did that, because I know Zack Snyder came out and said, oh, uh, I had to cut like two hours from this four hour movie. So that might have given him the chance to add the extra two hours. Um, so it was originally six hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Cause, because oh I was expecting God. more Joker stuff. Yeah. And not just at, like the epilogue. And apparently there was even more Joker stuff. Mm. Not that I'm a huge okay. fan so, of the Jared Leto Joker, but I mean, I was still excited to see it. That little epilogue yeah. bit was kind of unsatisfying to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I can understand that. No. <laughs> Especially that very yeah. weird sexual joke he made. I just, I didn't get that. I, I didn't. It I, did I, make weird yeah, it was a very strange. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone what he says, but it was a very strange sexual joke he said to Batman. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was just very confused. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, we're in spoiler territory now. We already warned everyone. Yeah, Let's go. Let's so go. We can say, okay, good. So we can say whatever we want. Yeah, I feel like it. I would accidentally spoil something. So that's good. Because I don't know. Yeah. I, like, when you were reading people's names, because for me, I'm also not very familiar with this world overall. So it was a learning experience. But when you were reading people's names, I was like, oh. <laughs> so I would say something that would spoil it for everyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> for sure. You're good. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I feel safe now. I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think overall it was a vast improvement. But... If as it as it stands, like alone, I think a seventy four is pretty fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I can definitely agree with that. Honestly, so, I feel my oh sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go go. No, uh, I was just gonna say, um, I feel the biggest change that I liked, even though I feel like no one really noticed this. Um, I uh, at the beginning of Josh Sweden's cut, like there's like the huge like music montage and then all of a sudden it just cuts to wonder woman in uh helping those people from that bombing yeah. so like it's just like so it comes so fast but yet that scene doesn't come in until i think like 20 or 30 minutes into the movie there's a whole bunch more setup even before that so i really appreciated yeah. that addition cool yeah no i yeah that was that was, that was a cool sequence yeah I thought it was a cool sequence. I, I think I, I, <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, I, I'm going to comment on Zack Snyder here. Um, I like, I like half of his movies and hate his other half of movies. That's how I am with Zack Snyder. Um, his <laughs> style to me, I find director to director. <laughs> his his style to me is I find at times very abrasive. Like I find it to be very overly dramatic at times. Um, his atmosphere that he develops is very, it feels, a lot of his stuff feels, to me at least, like, very kind of artificial, I guess. Like, even with his, like, color tones and stuff, you know, he does the very high contrast, like, look and the the, the, the crush uh, blacks and the, 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 the blue tint and all that. And it's just, it just all it reads like drama, you know, <laughs> like it's just like drama, like, and which is, which is fine, you know, but, you know, it's like, I, I feel like somehow it steps over sometimes it to be looking and feeling a bit artificial. Mm. Um, but like I said, like I love Watchmen, Watchmen. I love the oh, first yeah, Dawn of the great. Dead and I loved, uh, Man of Steel. Actually, I loved mm -hmm. Man of Steel, but I hate 300. <laughs> I hate Sucker Punch. <laughs> I hate Batman v Superman. <laughs> so it's like half and half. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think this movie just really showed off how crazy he can get with slow mo. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Half the movie wasn't slow mo. <laughs> okay, am I wrong? This movie could have been at least two and a half, two forty-five, maybe three hours, if we had just cut half of the slow mo. <laughs> I was saying, fair like, enough. As, as There's a lot of slow mo. <laughs> and my perspective is different from you guys because I really am not familiar with any of the other DC movies. So I will say, I I had a bit of a different perspective, I guess. But it's like, with The Flash, I really liked him as a He was a, a great character. He's so he was fun, great. But I literally dreaded when he had his scenes because I was like, Jesus, this is going to take 15 fucking minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, just for him to get through one thing. And I'm like, I honestly, the remote was far away or I would have just fast forwarded through it. But I was like, well... I yeah. guess I'm in it for the long run because I'm lazy and I'm not getting up. But it's like, it's just the slow-mo in this movie was just unbearable. Yeah. It just made it, it made to me, and look, I I love a good genre film. I love superhero film. Like, well, Marvel, I'm more of a Marvel person, I guess, because that's more of what I know. But I'm like, I appreciate the the effects and the way that we do things. And that's why with like, for me and act, the acting, I was like, I don't really feel like anything was missing. It's pretty much what I'd expect for this genre. It's fine. So I know there are certain things to expect, but it was like, my God, how much are you going to lean on this yeah. <laughs> with the slow-mo? Like, it just <laughs> never ended. Yeah, it, it's super difficult to to argue with that. Like Flash yeah. is supposed to be the fastest character, and his scenes were so the slow. slowest. <laughs> it was all slow. I actually said that earlier. I was like, I never saw him really go fast. No. He was all really in slow mo, and I I understand of he's course. going at the speed of light. Yeah, they're so, trying to give know. him his emotional moments. This is when he's acting and he's giving it his all, and that's great. But like. Fuck, dude. <laughs> like, one? <laughs> Can we have one scene where we don't see it? <laughs> yeah, I th- yeah. But I think that's one, maybe one thing that they could have taken from Joss. Because with Joss Whedon's, you'd get to see him move fast True. a lot more. And yeah, in this, it was just like. I'm wondering if the it's reason why they the reason why they did that is because and I don't know how you two felt about the way that Ezra Miller runs as the Flash, but I'm just wondering if when it's just in like actual like motion, it's not slowed down. I'm sorry, Ezra Miller kind of looks dumb with sure. kind of flailing his hands. It, yeah. it does, sure. it, at least to me. I I don't know. I feel it looks like a lot cooler in slow mo, or at least they try to make it look cooler. Um. But yeah, when it's just like in like regular motion and they're trying to make him look going fast as he can, just the way that he runs, it's like, dude, you should be stumbling. You should be falling flat on your face. <laughs> you should yeah, not. Barely, Barry Allen would be a billion times faster if he ran like a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty like, good. Fair enough. It's really I can't sad. really speak to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I actually I wanted to mention I know how do you guys feel about the fact that it was in four by three? Um, it was it was in like academy format, like uh, boxed, like square boxed. I actually had to Google uh, whether or not that was what they meant to do because I thought my TV <laughs> was broken. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Yeah, yeah. I only um, 
I, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it made it different. Um, I mean, I, I kind of already knew that's what they were going for, considering that's how every trailer was shown. So I'm just like, I'm sure. assuming this is how the movie's going to be showcased then. Yeah. No, yeah. I literally, so Scott and I actually didn't watch it together, which is no, we watched it separately. Our scores yeah. are a surprise to each other as well, because when we watch movies together, we pause and we talk, and yeah. we're like the worst. You don't want to watch a movie with us; it's awful. But we were not <laughs> together, so we were just texting, and um, I, I didn't know a lot about this film coming into it. I knew the basic story, and I just knew what I had seen, like people talking about on Twitter, and mm-hmm. oh, this is just Zack Snyder trying to you know, get his redemption, whatever. And so I definitely had that mentality going into it. I can't deny that. But the second I saw that on, so I watched on HBO Max and they had a disclaimer. I literally paused it and I called you, didn't I? And I said, this is so masturbatory. He's just putting it in four by three because, oh, it just feels so pretentious because it says, oh, this is the director's (laughs) original intention. And I'm like, ah. So I was kind of hating from the beginning. I'm not going to lie. But then I will say I didn't really mind it. <laughs> I thought it kind of worked after a while. So I will apologize. Say I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think I think, it, yeah, for me, it, it, it uh, I, I did like that because with four by three, like, uh, like pe- it, people, yeah. people do it to like do more uh, intimate port- portraiture. Mm-hmm. So like whenever there is like a, a close up or anything like that, it feels really nice. It, it like also it makes combat scenes a lot more tactile i guess you want to say because you know we have less space and i read that they didn't want to they didn't want to they didn't want the landscape to take away from the characters it's almost like they didn't want you to see the background too much but but uh, yeah the green screen background but um yeah at first i didn't like it but then i I eased into it and i was like i actually really like this i thought it was pretty i I was like that's one aspect i really dug about it i did like that at the end yeah so i will i will concede i was wrong (laughs) i'm sorry zach Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that, like, at least story-wise, that I had an issue with the epilogue is, I think, was what kind of killed it because it it led a lot into um, like there was there's there's going to be a sequel when yeah. we when everyone we know knows that there not. isn't going to be yeah Warner they're, Brothers they're, yeah come out I think they said, confirmed no. that the Snyder cut is not canon so yeah <laughs> if they were to do because i know that yeah. right now they're focusing on the matt reeves batman so they're not even yeah. thinking about what's next for justice league right now it's so weird that they did this yeah <laughs> so i think that that was one thing that kind of killed it for me um and i feel like maybe this was more of a writing issue but actually yeah i think it was more of a writing issue so i'll leave it for then <laughs> for me the only other thing story wise and i know this might maybe this is just because of my lack of background knowledge but like i felt like the intros and it's it is funny because you kind of touched on this with saying that it felt nicer that it didn't just jump into wonder woman saving everybody at the bank um the difference between the, the two films so maybe it needed the super long intros but i felt like every character had their own short film at the beginning. And so I would kind of, it kind of took me out of it because I would forget a little bit, like what is the overall picture and the overall story? Like what's happening here? I didn't mind that everyone had their own montage. And I think that that in and of itself would have helped me as an uneducated viewer, but it was the fact that they were just so long. 
Like everybody's individual scenes were so long that then it was like when we shifted, it was like, oh shit, I forgot we were in like, this isn't Aquaman or this isn't whatever, you know? So it kind of, it felt like to me, it it could have been tightened at the beginning. Yeah. I think their big issue was that they, with the Justice League, they didn't have time to, they were trying to pull Mm. off what Marvel did. Over exactly. a, a longer period of time, sure. they didn't. They didn't have like an introduction movie to any Everybody. of these characters. They oh, had Man Superman. of Steel, yeah, Superman, Batman yeah. versus Superman, yeah. yeah, and then and even like even the Batman versus Superman, like that one, it didn't really didn't really give any. It origins. just kind of threw you into the character, yeah. yeah. Oh, and this okay. one, I think, and then the they brought Wonder Woman. Yeah, they brought Wonder Woman in at the at the very ass end of Batman versus Superman. And then they just kind of glazed over everyone else. So okay. it was kind of like that's what they were making up for in this. Got trying it. to give us a little short story of each of the okay. characters. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. The the, the issue, how... I think, is that they weren't ready to do a Justice League movie. I think they needed more time yeah, to do, so the, weird. To do wonder... origin yeah. movies. I, th- I think they... Yeah. Does anybody know quick. why they did it in this order? Like, why did they do Justice League before they did any of the... Because really cool. Warner Brothers was trying to cash in on Let's what on Marvel was doing with the <laughs> Avengers. They were playing catch up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair, fair, <laughs> or at least trying. Yeah. Which is like we need a team up movie yesterday, and this is what happened. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, guys. Uh, Marvel just does it better. <laughs> yeah, they absolutely do. <laughs> um, when I act, when I scored this movie, I actually went into it because I. No, after this, we got, we had, like, Wonder Woman, or wait, was Wonder Woman? I actually don't remember. I think it was before, I think it no, was, it was Wonder Woman before this, because Wonder Woman and Justice League came out the exact same year, but yeah, Wonder Woman right. came yep. out during the summer, and then this one came out in the winter, or sorry, the original okay. Justice League. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, I went into it only focusing on what had come out before, so I I was like, okay, this is like watching Man of Steel, watching Batman versus Superman, and watching Wonder Woman. That's what this movie is. Yeah. Like, this is what the continuity, like, because I know you could have thrown in Aquaman after that, or, I mean, even Shazam. It it feels like they were doing the opposite of Marvel, (laughs) where they wanted to introduce everyone in one team-up movie and then do the origin stories, which I think is a mistake. Because we don't yeah. care. Like, watching this movie, it's like, I didn't, I didn't okay. care I feel a little for bit anyone. better now knowing that, at least at the time of the original one, I wasn't the only one who was like, who the hell is that? <laughs> no, I mean, like, and you see, the thing is, I know, because I love DC. I grew up watching Justice League. And, yeah. You know, I love I love DC. Like, I, you know, um, I love Marvel more, but DC, I'm a huge fan. I love Superman, love Batman. But um, even then, it's like, I don't like these characters in this movie. I'm like... Superman, yeah, I care about him because we have the origin story. Batman, sure. But it's like, honestly, if like Cyborg or like Aquaman like died or whatever, like I wouldn't I wouldn't shed a tear. I'd be like, oh, that sucks. But, you know, mm. it's not like in Avengers where it's like if Thor or Captain America or, or when Tony Stark died, it was like, oh, no, you know, like it's because, you know, we, you know, we go <laughs> through we go through years with them. You know, yeah. these guys, it's just like. Okay, like Barry Allen is trying to impress his dad. We know that kind of cyborg has some issues with the fact that he's like a robot, not a man anymore. Cool, but you know, still Aquaman hates his people and doesn't like 
want to do his duty and you know that's not really uh, whatever <laughs> like you know and then batman <laughs> yeah. and wonder they made Woman, it seem <laughs> like <laughs> yeah they made it seem like aquaman had some very harsh feelings towards the atlanteans when it was yeah. the opposite they hate him hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. interesting yeah and in like the injustice at least the games the injustice games aquaman hates humans and like loves Atlanteans, so it was very. I was like, "Wait, what? Aquaman hates Atlanteans? What?" I was very confused. I was like, "That doesn't make any sense." He's like the king of the sea. He like he always has beef with the people on the surface. Like that's his whole thing. So I'm like, I guess they switched it because I didn't see Aquaman either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the the standalone Aquaman, so I don't know what happens in that. But but I think that was after Justice League. Yeah, it was yes, it was yeah. after, and it was in it wasn't awful. I heard <laughs> no. it was. I heard it was. Pre- I think I heard it was pretty okay. okay. I heard it was pretty okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. So that brings yeah. up the question: Do you guys hate the speech, or how do you feel about the speech bubbles that they have to do when they're underwater? Oh, oh gosh, to talk dumb. to each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, I just thought it was very jarring. <laughs> I was like, what? Because I, I was, Jane- I was. <laughs> Neither here nor there with it personally. I was like, eh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I glazed uh, over it. <laughs> I, I didn't care so much oh, for shoot. the speech bubbles as I did for the damn, like, dolphin clicking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's a I just love up. that James Wan for Aquaman is just like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> he just said, yeah, they're, ta- they're, so, they're just going to be able to talk underwater. He no, abandoned no bubbles. that. That's probably yeah, good. Yeah. I thought it was. I don't know. Again, I honestly, I didn't realize that this movie came after or before all the individual stories. So I was just like, wow, I guess that's a choice. But I'm glad to hear that they abandoned it. (laughs) I was going to go with it, though. It didn't it didn't make me feel like, oh, I hate this and I can't believe how stupid this is. I was just like, oh, interesting. Okay, (laughs) let's see. But I have to say, knowing that they uh they trash that does make me feel a little bit better (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyway so i think that our so yeah story uh we're sitting at a 74.25 uh moving on over to writing uh we are sitting at a 66.5 yeah I mean, some pretty so, pretty bad lines the, in there. The writing, like, um, uh, like yeah. the first I, the first moment that I was gonna turn it off um, over the dialogue was when uh, Wonder Woman saves the day, and then the little girl says, "Can I be like you when that I'm was, older?" Yeah, that was pretty. That was she pretty. She says, "You can <laughs> that was pretty, anything that was you dumb. want." That was pretty dumb. Yeah. Oh, like, shut I, up. I, I, no, I appreciate. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate the messaging. Of course. But but yeah, it's not not great. Um, and the second time was when uh oh, what's his name? Flash asks Bruce Wayne, "What's your superpower?" And he goes, "I'm, I'm rich. rich." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Off, off, off, off." I, 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 I'm going to say, <laughs> and real, it just got worse wait, from there. I'm, I'm going to say real quick that I actually like that line. No, I thought, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty solid. Oh I was like, God. "Yeah, fuck yeah!" <laughs> like I was like, "That's baller!" Like he's self. I'm, I'm glad Batman's self-aware in this universe. My 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 issue with the writing, um, you know, dialogue. Yeah, but like my issue with the writing was um, was just the general plot was that I just felt as if it was just very kind of 
you know, stock. Very kind of it just feels very typical. You know, this villain. Even the love scenes, this, even yeah. stuff with Lois and Superman. It's just like that's well, all you well, can like come up the with? the villain's motives just just kind of bore me. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's just like it's dark side. He's coming. Um, he, what is his motivation? He wants to rule all planets. Like, eh. <laughs> like you know, like and <laughs> and the, the villain is isn't even dark side. It's this Steppenwolf guy who um, I don't really know much about. And, he, I mean, come on, our villain is, like, the main mm-hmm. guy's, like, lieutenant. Like, ugh. you know, he didn't really have anything other than he was just a bad guy. You know, it's not like, you know, I think about, um, like, Thanos or Loki in Marvel. Like, Loki's, like, you know, he has, like, a troubled past, and you kind of feel for him. You, you know that he's, like, hurting inside, you know, because he was, you know, never accepted by his dad and all this stuff, so that's why he's bad. And Thanos, he's, like... He's, he's, he's not, his motives were super original. Like he wasn't trying to rule anything. He was just trying to like essentially do population control in the universe. (laughs) You know, once he achieved his goal, he became a farmer. You know, I thought that was so cool and original where in this, I just felt like with the writing and the, and the plot with the, the, the villain's motivations, just like, just so like, oh, take over earth. Like, you know, so atypical, (laughs) you know, like, and also just like the way that we got there with there's these three items that they need and you know I can't help but think of the infinity stones and the <laughs> and the tesseract and all that and I know I know it's different I know it's different uh, but you know it it just feels it just felt to me the general overall plot just felt to me to be very very yeah typical like cliche like mm-hmm. I was like me <laughs> Um, and, and the, you know, obviously the writing goes into the character development too. I think that's where it really failed was, was, I know that's that's another segment that's in the writing. So it's like, (laughs) man, like I just, yeah, don't want to go back to it. I already said my piece, but yeah, that was my issue with the writing. Those two specific things like dialogue. Yes. But you know, for me, you know how you said like, um, and I'm directing this to Sarah right now. Mm-hmm. For me, like how you said, like for the actors, mm-hmm. for you, it's like, well, I expect that. It's kind of like with me with the dialogue in this. It's like, yeah, I kind of expect that, you know. Fair. You know, so it's like what I was paying attention more to was just the general events that led up to the end. <laughs> yeah, I think one of my biggest writing issues was how they kind of broke Batman. Because Batman is very like strategic, right? Like he has a plan for his plans. Yeah, he has. He he, he thinks yeah. eighteen million steps sure. ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And in this, it's just he didn't seem to have a plan for anything. Yeah, like, he seemed that's to be one thing it. that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was the, even uh, the line of dialogue where he they finally come up with what they're gonna do, and then I think it is Batman who says, "Ah, we have a plan now," and it's like, what? Yeah, because I think they were trying to push, like, this whole, like, faith thing. Because yeah. he said it a bunch, like, oh, I'm using faith this time, not logic. So it's like... That's silly. So I think that's, like, that feeds into that. I mean, I'm not saying that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely out of character for Batman. But I agree with you. I think yeah. it is very out of character for Batman. Also, I'm just not a fan of Batfleck myself. So, like, in general, like, you know, I don't hate him, but I don't love him. So, like, yeah. Yeah, I think what bothered me is like in in the or the Joss Whedon version, he when they resurrected Superman, yeah, Batman's uh, game plan was if they if he like went crazy or lost his mind, his plan was to bring in Lois, and Lois would suddenly like 
figure or oh, kind I of see. save Superman. So he, and had, so he had Lois in the pocket, whereas this time yeah, he just kind of so happened. So he's just like, okay. Coincidentally. <laughs> yeah, like, if Lois had just happened to be, like, somewhere else, like, if she went to Smallville to, to visit Martha, <laughs> yeah. Batman would have been screwed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we know these superhero movies are filled with deus ex machinas. Like, they happen, like, every two seconds. Like, last second... Right there, right, perfect. You're saved because the person just happens to be ready now to step in. Like, um, no, I, I feel you. That's actually, I see. I didn't know that because I didn't see the original. So that's actually one thing that, from what you're saying, sounds better in the yeah. what's it called the the yeah. Joss the Justice version. The, the Justice, yeah, the Justice League. <laughs> League. Yeah, but it's just a very out of character for for Batman. For sure, Batman is like. There was no, a, yeah. I think it's Justice League War. It's like an animated version. Oh, yeah. Love it. He yeah. has a, yeah, they have like the plans on how to defeat everyone in the yeah. Justice League, including himself. Yeah. That's how Batman like, is. That's, that's, yeah, that's how he thinks. Not, mm. oh, well, we're just going to go in and have faith and we're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that, Snyder. Yeah, I don't know about felt, that. <laughs> Batman honestly felt like a very passive character. We he did even, feel passive. We yeah. were talking earlier, we're like, he doesn't even really fight. He doesn't hardly do anything. He does one fist fight, and it's yeah. just like, that's not Batman. Batman fights everyone. Like, what yeah. the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like, <laughs> I see your point. <laughs> like, so, um, yeah. yeah. No, I agree There's a that. lot of moments where I'm like, Batman is not carrying his own weight. No, yeah, <laughs> he really isn't. Yeah, he's like spiriting this whole thing, but then he's just kind of like, but you do it. No, all, all, all I was thinking was that Wonder Woman's like back must be hurting from carrying this team because like, yeah, she <laughs> like she's, she's literally she's the one who hooked it up. She's the one who she does the fighting. She's the one even when they're doing like the research. She's the one who's like, do this, do that, do this. And Batman's like, okay, okay. I'm like, what are you doing, Batman? Like, <laughs> hey, shouts out to Wonder Woman though. She, I will say one she, line in the writing I did appreciate was uh, Aquaman. He's like, you just dress up like a bat. <laughs> I, thought, I did think that was very funny and that was a good acting moment i was like i do also want to say that they completely underutilized J. jonah jameson why did they have him come out to be in two scenes and have like four lines like as commissioner gordon yeah. i was like yeah. dude and he got he got yoked for that movie yeah he got yeah. shelved completely <laughs> like i was like what <laughs> This J. Jonah Jameson, the man has a fucking Oscar. Like, you don't put him yeah, in there for for three minutes total. Like I mean, yeah. he said yes. When I saw he those did. pictures of him at the gym, I'm just like, oh, Commissioner Gordon Gordon's gonna be laying on some hands. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon didn't do a then, damn thing. Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, so like I said, writing is sitting at a 66.5. Okay. Uh, moving on over to acting, uh, we are sitting at a 76.25. Yeah, I mean, th- I think for that, I think we talked about it. Like, it's it's what we expect. Like, you know, like we're not expecting, you know, not to mention the Oscars again, but Oscar performances. We're ex- we got what we, you know, came for, like. Everyone did their thing, you know? Yeah. Um, if I said there was one... I, I would say the best actors were definitely Ezra Miller. And I actually really liked... I thought Amy Adams did a good job, too. She, she always job. does a good job, but mm-hmm. she's, she's the shit. That's true. Um, yeah. Diane Lane did a good job, too. Diane Lane was fantastic. She actually was probably the best. Probably. <laughs> Not that I, mean, I just think about Diane it. Lane. Um, 
I will say, once again, I just don't like Jared Leto's Joker, and no. I thought it was a very hokey um, monologue. I just I just don't vibe with it. Maybe I'm spoiled by the Joaquin Phoenix one and the Heath Ledger one, but I'm just I just can't. I can't get into Jared Leto's Joker. Like, I just I just can't. <laughs> like, even his laugh is no. just like, it just, everything about him sounds, feels forced to me. Like, mm. it just doesn't feel natural. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just feels like, I'm crazy. <laughs> like, eh. <laughs> it's just, okay. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Personal feeling. I just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can tell that they tried to, rede- that Zack Snyder tried to redeem as best as he could from Suicide Squad, but it just wasn't enough. I will agree with you on that. I did feel like watching it, I was completely taken aback by seeing the Joker. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, but I I did really feel like this is just trying to be redemption from the Suicide Squad. Like, it really felt like that to me because I did feel like his performance Give him another shot. <laughs> was toned down from what it was, but it still was just... Which is funny. It's like in the Suicide Squad, he got he got he got shanked, shafted on that too. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I don't think that's like I don't think they like your Joker very much, man. Or they're just being dicks, or both. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His his Joker's a a tough sell, and I think the the relationship like seeing him interact i was expecting a little bit more with the interaction between him and batman yeah like it more tension and i think where they lost me with the tension was when he started bringing up robin and like the boy wonder and he's like you be very careful about what you say and then he said something and and then batman follows up with that wasn't very careful can I, right, can that I, was not careful. Can I also say it was very weird that Batman said to the Joker, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, Batman's like the poster child of, I never kill anyone, and it's like, I'm going to fucking except, kill you. Yeah, <laughs> like, believe me, I like, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it was interesting. It was something else. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the absolute standouts, um, one... I agree with you guys, Ezra Miller. I loved him and his character, and I I like how he went to have this like superhero moment <laughs> instead of saving the yeah. girl first. He like grabs a hot dog and puts it in his pocket. Yeah. That was pretty. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was great. Oh, that was great. That was great. Yeah, I started like thinking like oh. Like when he went to grab that, I'm like oh okay, uh, what are you doing what? with that? <laughs> and then when they were like oh dog, I'm like. Oh, okay. Not as weird <laughs> yeah. as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, besides him, I think Ray Fisher also did a really good job. Oh yeah. Um mm-hmm. his role was drastically reduced in Really? The Justice Yeah, version, or the, yeah, the Justice League. Oh, no. Honestly, I, I mean, I would save this for character development, but literally he had none in Just, mm. Justice League. Sure. He was just there. Interesting. Yeah, and... it was absolutely just him being there. Yeah. Okay, okay. But in this, I think they gave him a lot more to do, and it felt a little bit more like he contributed to the team. Sure, <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. 
Yeah, he had so I, I really role. liked Ray Fisher in this role. Yeah, I think I um, seeing seeing how he how his powers work and how technology how he can manipulate technology to his every whim was so cool. Like seeing him mm-hmm. like in the bank and then seeing like this woman's story going on and yeah. being able to like improve her finance her financial situation and everything like that just felt very like heroic to me and felt really cool. good. And I yeah. think he sold that no, yeah, in a way was, that he was, was also able to pull off a little bit robotic. Yeah. 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 I thought and I think good. he also like had the best character arc. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And the best character yeah. arc. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Even though they said it was worse than the original. Yeah, well. for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess. Yeah. Well, he didn't even really we'll have any insight. in the yeah. in the original. Yeah. Like literally, it's uh, just oh, Wonder Woman recruits him, and he's just there after that. Oh, That's oh, oh I mean, in, I'm sorry, in I misunderstood. I thought you said he had more in the Justice League, but he had less. Yeah, yeah, oh less. no, sorry. he had, sorry, he sorry. was <laughs> it was. Apparently, oh, yeah, he has less shit to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then, yes, I would... Yes, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Ignore me. Yeah. Um, Rose, you, any one stand out for you? or? Um, honestly, I mean, this is kind of like more of a... I feel bad that he didn't get enough. I don't know. To me, I felt... Because I actually love Batfleck. Um, I love you Ben do? Affleck as Batman. Yeah, okay. I don't know what yeah. it is. But I love him as Batman, so... And I feel like him and uh, Aquaman were kind of like sidelined out of the f- main mm. five, even though like I mean, I know yeah, Superman I comes in later, but I don't know. I feel Batman was kind of pushed to the side with uh, Aquaman, which kind which kind of mm. sucked because this was technically the last time we'll see uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah, Ben Affleck's so. done. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, now it's Batman's. I'm, I'm gonna go cry. <laughs> it just felt very odd to me to be watching Ben Affleck in a movie. I don't know if it's just because I'm a millennial and he was like really hot when I was younger. Not like hot in terms of looks, but like hot as like a, <laughs> you know, he was everywhere when I was younger and then I like really haven't seen him in anything because I haven't seen him as as Batman. I think I did see the first one, his first Batfleck appearance, but I I don't remember, so it's possible I didn't. And I might have just made that up from things I've seen, but um, it felt very strange as now an adult to be like, oh, Ben Affleck is back. <laughs> and I know it's a couple of years <laughs> ago, but it, I don't know. Maybe I just, I watched the E! True Hollywood story of uh, Jennifer Lopez last week. So I like only am seeing him as like Jennifer Lopez's fiance in the early 2000s. And then I'm like, but I never heard from him again. And I know that's not true. <laughs> it just felt very odd to be like, oh yeah, Ben Affleck is in movies. <laughs> and he's not even a bat. he's a great actor. He does, I do think he does a good job as Batman. Like there are some issues I have with him, but I mean, overall, he's he's not a bad actor. He's Ben Affleck, so it's like, yeah, my he, issue he's with, gonna do fine. My issue but... with Batfleck isn't like Ben Affleck. My issue is just the movies that he happens sure. to be in, <laughs> like, and, 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 and the and the way that they have executed and presented the character has just been not great. You know, like, yeah, um, yeah. It was just very disorienting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
hard to argue with that. Um, so yes, acting. We're like I said, we're sitting at a seventy-six point two five. Yep. Uh, moving on over to character development, we are sitting at a fifty-eight. Yeah. And that's mainly due to Scott. <laughs> 20? <laughs> For character development. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I thought the character development in this was horrible. I mean, personally, I just really thought it was really bad. Like, I, I think I touched on this already, but it was just like, I just, I didn't care. I didn't. And I'm really like, I'm a big, I'm most of us are, but I'm just so big about character, especially when it comes to superhero movies. And I just like, I didn't get anything. Like with 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 Wonder Woman, like okay, I know her, cool. I just I, th- I didn't get anything. I didn't get like an origin. I need a little bit more like of the start. Like it just feels like, and then we said it like we just got into it. Mm-hmm. I felt like Wonder Woman and ba- Ben Affleck they didn't have an arc at all. I think Ezra Miller's arc was kind of like it was there, but it was kind of whatever. Um, Cyborg had a decent arc, and then. Um, uh, Aquaman had once also had like no arc, so I'm just like, you know, as a writer too, like with with screenwriter, like it's just so important to have character arcs and stories for me, and I just like, I just can't get around that and get around the fact that this was also four hours, and the fact that like it felt like they could have a little bit more time to give us a little bit more context um, around these characters instead of kind of doing other things i guess look and look i didn't i didn't make it i didn't write it you know maybe there wasn't enough time but i think also that the the it, in terms of this this suffers from what we were talking about earlier where there weren't standalone films mm-hmm. you know they because avengers was like this too like we just got into the characters you're like but, but but we knew them already we knew their origins we knew cap's struggle when he was mm-hmm. younger uh, we knew tony stark how he became to be and his struggles with partying and alcohol and him and Pepper and all this and even Hulk and, and Thor with his dad and all these stuff. and But in this, you have the majority of the people on the team. I'm just like, I don't know anything about you. I don't care about you. Like, I just don't. I don't care. Like, I don't care. And that for me, that's like a big problem. I'm like, I can't get around that. I can't get around that lack of character development. So I gave it a I gave it a fat 20 <laughs> percent. <laughs> or skinny one, rather, I should say. <laughs> a scant 20%. <laughs> yeah, I think they tried getting away, at least with Wonder Woman. I think they tried getting away with giving her very little to... Or not little to do. Like the, I think they tried to pull the focus away from Batman and Wonder Woman because... Batman technically had a movie before this. Wonder Woman had a movie sure. before this. And so they tried giving a, a little bit more attention to the characters that we didn't get that for. Aquaman, I definitely think he got the shit end of the stick with okay. his character. Because it's just... Going from this movie to Aquaman, it feels like... I'm glad that they introduced the multiverse because this like this feel they feel like they're from two different universes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. And then Ezra Miller's or the Flash's story I actually kind of liked that the dad was like you need to stop like living in the past. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like stop like having some like have him hold hold you back and 
you need to look to the future and like and all this other stuff and it's just i really liked what they did with that i i and i, I agree than, I, I definitely agree i and that's why i said it, like it was like it was decent my problem is like you know kind of in the vein of like show don't tell like mm-hmm. i want to see i want to see that i don't want to just hear it in like dialogue like i want to like see see it more like what like maybe like some scenes with him and his dad before and like how the dad got into jail and like i don't know like like more of that like at home and like those 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 kind of things rather than just like them having a conversation him saying those things and then we're like okay we get it we understand it it's there the information's there but the, the 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 heartstrings aren't uh set up for me at least i'm just like i need i need to see it i need to see it you know yeah which i think we're going to get a little bit more of that backstory and information from like his past sure. with the uh the flash movie that's going to be yeah. coming out. I'm, I'm down for that because he's a great, great. character he's yeah such he's a great fun character and he's I, great. I do agree that of all the characters he definitely had one of the most significant arcs for me um and i did appreciate you know what we did get i agree with you scott though i think the Maybe it's just our background of show don't tell. But yeah, we we were we, that, that was, was hammered into that was us. hammered into us in film um, school. So like, like our I, our writing I, professor always said, show like scream it at us. Yeah, show don't show tell. Don't. <laughs> but I do still appreciate, it, and I I liked it. I enjoyed him, and I enjoy him a lot as a character overall. So I think that'll be fun to see more of that in his origin story. So yeah. Yeah, I'm down for. I'm it. excited for that one because they're bringing Michael Keaton back. Oh, fun! <laughs> Super in. He's great. Yeah, I thought. Super I thought in. I saw yeah. that they may not do that anymore. <gasps> thought I what? That's yeah. bullshit. I don't know. Who I knew. I can't remember where I saw that, but yeah, that might not happen. Oh, sorry, God, that's so dumb. Then cancel Flash. No, Dude, kidding. they have they, they, they okay. Flash. What they set up in Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and this Justice League, they have the potential to pull off a really awesome story. If I if I don't get Michael Keaton, I better damn well get Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Flashpoint yeah, Batman. Yeah. Not George That'd be good. Not George Clooney as Batman. Dude, I will fly to Utah to punch you in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, bat nipples and all. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, uh, bat nipples are a real thing <laughs> <laughs> jeez yeah so like I said character development Scott's the one that that shot this one super down to hell Got it, had to but do it. It, it, it's sitting <laughs> at a 58 <laughs> had to do it sorry <laughs> it is my lowest score I, I just I'm a stickler don't mind me. <laughs> I'm just a stickler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on over to effects. We're slightly higher. We're sitting at a 58.5. Yeah. Um I thought effects-wise some of them are good, some of them are pretty bad. Um I I All right, I I really like some like in some scenes Cyborg looked good. But there were some scenes where he looked really bad, like where it looked like almost like his face was clipping and there there was something weird sometimes with his CGI, I feel like. Um, of course, it's a yeah. Snyder film, so I know it's going to be 
a ton of CGI. The background's going to be mostly CGI. That's all fine. But I think for me, the main thing was like cyborgs. Sometimes he looked really wonky. I don't know what it was. Like, it just was like, ugh. <laughs> like, I was like, what? It looks like a, I was like, it looks like a cutscene from like a PS2 game sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> it did. I think it started hey, looking funky that. when, with the, I think it was just his face and then yeah. it went to like no neck. Yeah. And then it was just yeah. like kind of skeleton. Yeah, like it was, the, the body. His whole body. He, yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's another thing. He was very um, sinewy, but in like a robot way, very, very bony and spiky looking. Where you know my idea of cyborg obviously comes from Teen Titans, which is one of my favorite shows, where he's like cleaner and like I guess a little bit more bulky and whatnot. Um, but cyborg has a little bit more human to him. He, than a little bit just more his human. Face. Yeah. He looked very. He looked like one of the Chitari in like the first Avengers movie. Like sometimes, you know, <laughs> one of those, one of those creatures. I was like, oh, oh man, perfect. like he's, I don't know. That was we're talking about the CGI. That was that was that was my thing yeah, with Cyborg. My I I don't know what my I don't remember what my score was for effects, um, but whatever it was, it was that the cyborg is what kind of just did it for me <laughs> but i will give them props yeah. though, you and sarah the, both um, ended up giving it a Superman 35 mustache deal yeah 35 is what we both gave it oh, okay all right well <laughs> yeah yeah i guess it really it really yeah. um yeah some some of the some of the cgi coupled with the cinematography at times Look, looked 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 a little goofy. Um, there were some shots of Wonder Woman to me that looked a little goofy, <laughs> with like yeah, with the CGI and the camera work mixed in. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> like yeah. I'm I'm wondering if those scenes because there was a few of those that stood out to me too. I wonder if those scenes were the ones that were done when the Snyder or the Snyder cut was announced and getting released, and they were actually working on that. Yeah. Because maybe they just didn't put like a full theatrical budget into (laughs) that. They just wanted to finish up the effects. Because I think one thing um, with the Flash, the scene where he like turns and his shoes kind of disintegrate, which looks super cool. (laughs) That looked cool. Yeah, but that looked cool. It looked a little rubbery. Yeah, that one I forgave because it 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 was it was cool. I I dug it. I was like, oh, that's cool. He breaks out of his shoes because it's too hot. (laughs) You know. Um, I think to, um, uh, honestly, I think, I honestly thought Steppenwolf looked pretty rough. I, I didn't yeah, like, I didn't like him. I didn't like his I look. I didn't like any of the demons. He I looked, didn't think any of them looked scary at all. They, they, they all yeah, silly. and Darkseid too. I thought Darkseid looked pretty dopey. He didn't look imposing to me. Mm-hmm. Once again, he was like too, too flipping skinny. Like, I'm not trying yeah. to like advocate for like buff dudes, but like, I don't know. I'm like, he's Darkseid. He's supposed to be huge. Like, and he's just... He looks like I don't know, man. Like he needs a sandwich. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think, I think like, what maybe would have sold me on Dark Side a little bit more was would have been had we not seen him get his ass handed to him. Hello. Yeah, and then he never like he, makes up for it. I like he goes, oh he comes down, yeah, throws an axe, Sarah. gets an axe to the shoulder, oh and then God. he like runs away, and then he never redeems himself. Guys, from I want to read like, you an exact ass. text I sent to Sarah earlier today. <laughs> I, I want to read you an exact text because while we were watching, we were obviously like texting each other and, and whatnot. And um, 
that was one of the first things I said in that past scene. I was like, "There's so many texts." Oh my god! Yeah, I'm like scrolling through them. I might not. I might not get. You might not be able to find it. It, it was. <laughs> Yeah, one of my one of my texts to her was, "Yo, who the fuck is Steppenwolf?" <laughs> <laughs> and I know Fair DC, enough. and I was like, who the fuck is Steppenwolf? One of my texts to Scott just said, "Regrets in eh. terms of watching this." <laughs> oh, okay. So I said, I said, and I'm saying this verbatim: Dark Side is kind of the Thanos of the DC world. And got a nick in the neck, and that was it for him? Question mark. <laughs> I didn't have any response of it, and a bunch of laughing emojis. Because <laughs> I was just like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's it? Like, you just get an axe to the shoulder, and you're like, all right, I'm done. I'm out. We're all out, actually, not just yeah. me. Every, just we're all done. Stop taking it seriously. I was like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that maybe that kind of ruined. Uh, dark side in my eyes a little bit. Yeah, I thinking agree. that like, oh, he's like supposed to be this ultimate badass, but then he gets his ass handed to him. I feel like a lot of people <laughs> yeah. got their asses handed to him. Like I feel like, like that Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. The Green Lantern and that fight did not carry his own weight. <laughs> no. And like Green Lanterns are supposed to be like the ultimate cosmic fighters, and this one just got his ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> True. It's just like, oh, guess the Green Lantern's gone. It's true. You know, I'm very And with a situation like that, you would have thought that the Green Lantern Corps would have sent a little bit more than one lantern. Right. True. That's actually a good point. (laughs) They were just like, no, 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 you got it. Maybe they thought they'd be such a good fighter that they didn't think they'd need any backup. Yeah. That pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very interested. Green Lantern's supposed to be like a badass. Uh, Sarah, um, when, uh, you and Scott get a chance, you guys should, um, look up how, uh, Dark, no, not Dark Side, Steppenwolf Steppenwolf. (laughs) looked in the, uh, Joss Whedon cut, because I'm very interested to see. Okay. Um, it's, it's infinitely worse. It's worse? Apparently. Oh, no, this looks like old school Power Rangers. Okay, so the guys, guys, unpopular opinion. I think I like the Joss Whedon one more. Watch the movie; you won't. <laughs> <laughs> he has a lot of mother mother issues. It's oh, really no. dumb. He has a lot. Right, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but okay, like, look, the new one to me looked really stupid, but the old one or the Josh the Josh Wheaton one, Josh Wheaton one. Can you call him Josh? Sorry, Josh Wheaton. You can just one. call him Josh. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. No, that literally looks like it's from the nineties. So. I've got. I've, yeah, I've got to say, it's not good. That that ain't it for me. That ain't it. <laughs> Another thing, like, Ooh. so if you do end up watching the Joss Whedon uh, version, he, you don't understand. Like, there's no mention of Dark Side. Oh, that's no. what I heard too. Yeah, that was. I heard that was like a big point of contention. Sorry, is that there's no pretty. Dark Side, which to me would be even worse because yeah. once again I'd ask who the fuck is Steppenwolf <laughs> and why yeah, is he, he the is big so... baddie? <laughs> and I think they improved on Steppenwolf a lot. They gave him a, like some better motivation <laughs> okay. than than just like 
oh, I'm gathering these mother boxes. <laughs> yeah, that's so random. But, like, they gave him, in this one, they gave him a purpose for collecting the mother boxes. Good. That's good. Yeah, sure, I mean, that yeah. would definitely be sucky. If <laughs> so. Did they do reshoots? I did appreciate or that. Or they just... I have no clue. I Man. think... I don't know. I can't answer They that. did a few. They did a few reshoots just to finish up and, like, uh, just kind of cross dot their eyes, cross their T's. Sure. On yeah, this yeah. movie, but um, I, yeah, I, it was just like a few reshoots. I don't think they went like absolutely insane on them. Yeah. On them. Everything was for sure green screened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Anything that any reshoots they did, um, kind of had to be filmed weird because the actors couldn't yeah. film all together. Right. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So they just kind of clipped everything together. <laughs> got you. Got you. I mean, if that's the case, they did like as best as they could. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I think that's why it's sitting reshoots. at a 58. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so 58.5 for effects. Yep. Uh, moving on over to music. Uh, we are at, we're sitting at a six. Okay. The music really killed it for me. Like, (laughs) I, I'm not going to. Yeah, you gave the music a pretty low score. I'm not going to scroll through my texts to find this, but I literally texted Scott, why is this soundtrack, like, fucking from Troy? Wait, what's, yeah, whatever. What is happening? (laughs) Yeah. It was so dramatic. It's very dramatic, yeah. So Oh, very, was, very dramatic. It was kind of like yeah, a slow mo for me, where it yeah. was like it—it it just didn't match. Like it, it just felt so sporadic. It felt like I and I appreciate that everybody has their own theme. Okay, fine, I understand that. That's yeah. great, but it's like we don't know these people, so we don't care. Yeah, it also <laughs> like, makes it a little incoherent because you know score drives a film, so it's like I'm getting this like old school uh, Greek sound and stuff. Yeah. switch over to. This this like, this modern day song hyper, that they're playing for like, Aquaman. I love the Superman theme. I'll always course. love that Hans Zimmer theme, and that's why I I didn't give it a three along with her because I'm <laughs> I legitimately used to listen to that theme like all the time. I just love that little piano music. Mm. Oh, I love it so much. That's it just like, felt inconsistent. <laughs> it felt like they could have at least tied together all of the themes, especially now knowing yeah. that there wasn't a theme for each character already. Like just. Yeah. Tie, like what? It just all felt so sporadic to me. Yeah, I think they they would have had some big improvements had they kind of mixed them a little bit better. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. J or Zack Snyder was showing off his music video roots a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair, fair. fair. Yeah, that <laughs> oh, music video directors. Yeah, well, I mean. Oh, yeah. Hey, David Fincher is a music video director too, and I don't know. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of cut above <laughs> Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah. I Just think <laughs> the, the scene that kind of showed that felt the most like out of place for me is when Aquaman dove into the ocean. Oh my god, that's the exact what I'm talking about. Oh my god. And then yeah. the, the girl was like singing that, that song and like grabs his sweater and I was, yeah, I, it was. I watched this with my with my wife, and I was yeah. just like, "She's gonna smell it. Yeah, like, she's gonna smell the sweater." 
Yeah. And then she did. And I'm like, ah, she's living her best life. <laughs> yeah, that was that was absurd to say the least. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it's I like, but who's yeah. to say none of us? Like, I I would have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Just only because I have a major man crush on Jason We all do. Momoa. Yeah, we, we all, all do. do. We all do. But I will uh, say, well, you have a crush, crush. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I have just a normal crush. But I yeah. will say, so I had never seen him in. Like, literally, I can't recall anything I've seen him in. And so after this movie, I was like, do we just all have a crush on him because he's Aquaman? Or And Scott was like, no, yeah, no, that's on, that's it 100%. And this like, oh, okay, well, yeah. just making sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, which is crazy because he was in a lot of... A lot of shit. He was uh, in Baywatch yeah, for a little bit. He was. he was in Conan the Barbarian. He was in the Conan. <laughs> yeah, he's on this really um, good Netflix show. I think it's called Frontier or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was yeah. on Frontier, uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. He Obviously, was in that. Yeah. He was in Game of. Th- yeah, that's. I think that's how I. That's how most of us. Yeah. yeah. Clocked into him. Mm. He's awesome though. He's an awesome. Yeah, guy. and then I started. <laughs> I started seeing interviews with him. I'm just like, oh. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, huh. <laughs> do I want to get with you? Yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> oh, Pretty legit, but I agree that that um, it's like I'm not, I'm not saying I would, I would say yes. I'm, I'm just saying, I saying say no. that I would hesitate. Yeah. Caleb, stop lying to yourself. It's listen. I am absolutely just, lying. Just like it. now, I'm just like yeah, straight up. Yeah. <laughs> Gender bending is okay. Oh. We can all. We can all be with who we want to be with. And if that's Jason Momoa, then (laughs) that's Jason Momoa. And I think it is for most of us. Anyone can do whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, scenes like that. And then I'm trying to think of another one that stood out. The Flash one, I think, worked a little bit better, but not much better. (laughs) Um, I forget what song they were playing with that one, but it, it I was, can't remember. Again, just yeah, very music video esque. Yeah, the the honestly, no, the that, only, that yeah. scene was freaking beautiful. Yeah, yeah. The only I actually that started tearing up during were, that scene. Yeah, the only things that stood out to me were Superman, um, the various songs, and then the Wonder Woman theme for some reason. Mm. But I, 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 I think that's a good thing for me at least. Like, um. Kind of when I can just kind of sink into a sound bed of score, yeah. you know, it's kind of like for me that's like a good sign or a good enough sign. And I think I gave the music a six, and the only reason like I gave it a six is because of the. <laughs> I know, I, I know, I'm very, I'm very critical because just I'm, I'm talking as if like just one thing fucks it up for me, but like, like the Jason <laughs> Momoa, yeah, the Jason Momoa theme, just like that was just too ridiculous. I was like, I can't, I can't, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wasn't yeah. bad. So, yeah. So overall, the music uh, averaged out to a six. Yep. Just because we we round down, it's actually like six point two five. But sure. <laughs> yeah, we round down. <laughs> um, moving on over to costumes. We so me and Rose like loved them. <laughs> I think I gave him a six. I I, 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 I yeah I you, gave, you gave you gave it a six. Sarah gave it a five. Yeah, 
Oh my god. We, <laughs> okay, we're mean, why. yo. We're I'm like, right this is a superhero movie. That's the we're one mean. area that they shine. We're mean. we're mean, we're mean. Okay, you know why? Because, and I literally texted this to Scott. Again, I'm not going to try to find it, but I'll, I'll find it. I'll screenshot it to you guys if you want to have it as proof. I texted him, the bat suit looks like a fucking scuba suit. Like, they had a close-up, and it literally just looks like he's in a scuba suit with, like, some indentations in it. And I was like, this is bullshit. He looks so stupid. And I'm not trying to disrespect <laughs> Batfleck. No, man. But I was just like, man, this costume is ass. I, and it just yeah. kind of overall, like, to me... <laughs> Overall, to me, kind of looked like everyone was in a costume, and I think they even acknowledge that. They're like, "Yeah, let's get our costumes on. Yes, like, I, let's get let's get I our have, outfits on, or whatever." A, and then Cyborg is like, "I'm always in costume." Well, I was gonna, so I was gonna say, shitty writing. Well, I was gonna <laughs> piggyback off of that and say, honestly, and I don't know if I should have scored. I, I might have messed this up, but. The reason why mine is low is because of Cyborg, but I realize that that is, C- that is it's CGI. It's not really a costume. So, whoops. We, we count like character. We count character design occasionally yeah. when it yeah. comes to costumes. So that works. So, okay. even though like C- Cyborg is CGI, it yeah, is technically I, I, like if that's the case, I just, I, just couldn't, yeah. I couldn't get around just how he. Mad he looked skinny. sometimes like everybody not all the time but like, sometimes i was like oh man he looks bad like they just look like everybody's like the wrong proportions <laughs> everybody just kind of to me looks like they're wearing a costume which feels bad to me in terms of costuming like i love a good superhero outfit but if it feels like oh well, well and I, I i do again going back to the fact that they called this out and said well we got to go put our costumes on or something to that effect it's like well you're just calling out the fact that we know that this doesn't look like part of your natural character yeah and <laughs> to I, me and i and i think too that like i mean i just want to say like yeah superman looked great like look great he looked fine no superman <laughs> superman looked fantastic that black he superman no, 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 no. that black superman suit <laughs> suit was fire i love that um <laughs> it was fine Definitely the flash looked fun. the flash looked decent okay. uh wonder woman looked great she, she, she was proper fine. um Everyone just looked fine to me. <laughs> Superman looked the best. Except Batman. He looked kind of stupid. I'm not going to lie. He looked a little stupid. I like Batman's costume personally. I just didn't like him as much. Like, I just didn't like... I just... I've never been... I've never vibed with the Batfleck helmet. I just... I'm not a fan of the helmet. I'm not a fan of the short ears. I like longer ears when it comes... When I, I like my Batman with long ears. That's, and that's just a personal preference. Fair enough. You know, I grew up on uh, yeah. Batman well, that... Beyond and all that where the ears were like up to here, so... <laughs> yeah. Well, that cowl is just them trying to adapt the uh, that's right. Dark Knight That's the right word. Returns. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they were just trying to adapt that, which I think worked. The only thing... Like, I think the, definitely the costume needed work i think they needed to lighten up the gray a little bit to make yeah. the bat logo really pop yeah it was That's just actually everything point. was didn't so really dark see the bat logo it ever. didn't really pop the only time i ever saw it is when they clo- they did close-ups yeah. and i was like oh yeah That's a good point. yeah, yeah. But I, so i, I probably like, would have lightened lightened the rest of the suit to be like a little bit lighter of a gray just so the bat logo popped a bit more sure and i mean i guess i would have done a, a like a golden belt like batman has that would have been nice yeah Mm. yeah 
That would have been nice. Uh, yeah, Batman, yeah. his suit like has some issues, and that's like my biggest one. That it's just the, I concur. I mean, too dark. Like I said, my main thing was the cowl. I know that they're adapting it. Still, I just don't like stubby ears. <laughs> like I just don't like the <laughs> stubby. I just don't like the stubby ears. Like I like you know. That's true. You know, I'm just I don't. Yeah. I, 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 I lose that, that intimate. Loses that intimidation factor for me. But I thought, yeah, I, thought, I liked. Like I said, my main thing was cyborg. Like you know, that just. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, I liked how they adapted the e- or how they explained the ears and yeah. with the Christian Bale suit, where yeah. they're like, "Oh, he has sure. his, his communicator in there." Yes. Yeah, I thought that was helpful. Yes. Yeah. Then it wasn't just like, "Oh, he wasn't just being a bat to be a bat." <laughs> yes. 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 Which is funny. Yeah. Honestly, that that. That one line of dialogue really did get me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a great line. I thought it was a great line. No. I'm rich. It's self-aware. No, not that oh. one. The one where Jason Momoa just asked him, so you just dress up oh, like a Oh, you just dress bat? up like a bat. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That got, that, I did appreciate that because I was like, good thank joke. you. That is a good joke. And it does play into all of the other aspects of Batman. So. I'm into it. Very true. Yeah. I, I love little lines like that. Like I forget which one it, which uh, I think it might have been Justice League War, whichever one that like the animated one where Batman is looking into uh some like I think he's looking into some parademons and Green Lantern comes yeah and so he's trying to fi- like Green Lantern's trying to figure out what his powers are mm-hmm. and he's like oh you need to go get inside or like be down here before the sun comes out and he's like I'm not a vampire <laughs> and then he's like oh yeah. and like oh. trying to figure it out and he's like wait are you just some dude in a bat suit yeah <laughs> Just a dude Batman in a bat just suit. turns around That's right. and that is smirks. Batman. He's just a rich man in a bat suit. If Batman went broke, he would be kicked out of the Justice League. That's <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, costumes ended up averaging to a seven. Cool. Okay. I'm about it. I'm about it. Happy with that. Yeah. So finally, for our personal grade. Uh, that ended up averaging out to a seventy-two point seven five. Cool, cool. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's and that's a solid. Uh, what is that? A solid C. Yeah. A solid C. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty solid C. So Scott was the one that disliked this the most. It is true. <laughs> yes. And you know, and it's it, it, that it's that's it's. <laughs> Look, to put up my defense here, <laughs> like um, <laughs> to argue from it, to be my own attorney, um, I, I just, it's wrong, but I just can't help because I have such a love for the Marvel films. I just can't help but compare and contrast. I know they're different. I know. I know they're different. I know they're not going, well, like some parts they are, but I know for the most part they're not going for Marvel, but I'm just, I'm just such a Marvel head that like. And I love DC too. That like I just can't get around and think like I just the 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 formula for goodness is kind of mm-hmm. there. You you could you could have done something a little bit better. And honestly, like I think yeah the 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 big big reason for me is my twenty percent score the the character development mm-hmm. that that really just like upset me with the film. Like I just really wasn't. 
vibe in. But the thing, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the film. I really did. I enjoyed it. I think it got better halfway through once they started talking about um, resurrecting Superman. I thought it was pretty cool. The yeah. little the little exposition yeah. about the mother box and how it can technically turn smoke back into a house. I love little exposition stuff like that where the characters like r- figure out like, oh, this is what we can do. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Like I, I love. Um, you know, and made it, and they made it all sciency, and you know, like I just, I love that. Um, so don't get it twisted. I still, I still enjoyed the film. Would I watch it again? Probably not. No, never. But I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed a good, a good enough portion of it. Do I'm, I want my day back? Yes. <laughs> I'm just very critical. <laughs> I'm just very critical. Would I recommend it to anyone? No. Yeah. No. I no. I would. No. I would. I would no. recommend it. I would recommend it. Um, which is funny because you gave it a higher score. I would recommend I know, it just yeah. to. Just to experience it, just to be part of the conversation, part of the culture yeah, of it, you know, you know, oh, I, you know, us talking here right now, you know, we, we got like, it's like a mark of honor that we sat through that four hour long Zack Snyder That's cut. true. <laughs> <laughs> so never thought, never thought I, never thought I would watch it, but you guys, you guys got me to watch it and That's I true. appreciate it because now I can talk about it for years to come (laughs) (laughs) all righty uh rose final thoughts just such a huge improvement over joss whedon's cut i'm glad that it finally got made hell yeah and and i I feel Zack snyder truly deserved this so glad that his vision was able to finally be realized yeah he went through a lot you know, with, with you know, it was his daughter who died, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he dedicated it to her. I thought it was really sweet. And I was like, that's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Like that's, I'm, I'm very, very happy. He was able to do it his way, you know, do his director's cut, give out his voice, whatever it may be, whether we like it or dislike it, he got to do it, his voice, his way. Yeah. And I fully appreciate that. Like as a director, like 100%. I fully appreciate yeah, no. like him, him, um, him doing his thing to the fullest extent doing it four by three making it four hours hell yeah if i can just quote scott when he's not being so mean and critical <laughs> the fact that he made a film is just amazing the fact that he <laughs> the fact that they got a single scene done is a miracle <laughs> like no i really do feel that and i'm glad yeah. he got to do it and he got you know yeah I have nothing to, to compare it to, so yeah. it's a little much for me as a first-time viewer. But I appreciate the input that you guys have all given, and yeah. I respect the fact that he yeah. got to make the film that he wanted to make. So. It's it's a Francis Ford Coppola philosophy that I've completely uh, absorbed myself, which is on Apocalypse Now. He said the fact that we even got one scene done was like cause for celebration. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that's how you gotta look. That's why I try to look at it. As well, yeah. you know, when I'm out of my critic mode of like, yo, they made a they made a fucking movie, man. Yeah, they made a fucking movie, and it's pretty. And it got a C, a C. It, it got a C <laughs> from us, from us. <laughs> but they made a fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the final albros and super astra score for Zack snyder's justice league is doesn't sound good i apologize (laughs) (laughs) a c minus c minus oh yeah makes sense yeah Yeah. low 70s c minus that's that's about right like it 
Yeah, so it is sitting at a 70.15%. Okay. All right, in the 70s, man. That's a, pa- that's a passing grade. <laughs> like, that's a solid <laughs> pass. Yeah, like, you know? My aunt used to tell me no matter what grade you get, if you get a 70, then you did better than 70% of the other people. And if you get 20%, you get to be you did that better that's, than that's, 20%. That's, yeah. that's not how it works at all. That's not how it works at all. She would always phrase it oh. like that. Like, if you get a B or a C, you still did better than this many. So I think that's a fair assessment. They did better than 70% of the other movies. That is incorrect math, but we're going to roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead, so you have to honor what she says. Fair, 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 fair. fair. Fair, 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 fair. Yeah. Yeah. So comparing this to other C minus movies that we've graded, (laughs) um, this puts it 2% lower than Tom and Jerry. Oh, boy. Oh, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Whoops. Sorry. That's my bad. Uh, It puts it 1% lower than Countdown. Oof. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, 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 well. He's also it, there. It hurts me a little bit. Honestly, both of Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> That's fair. Yes. <laughs> this one's going to particularly sting. This puts it point... Point... Uh, how much is it? Point three percent... <laughs> Lower no. than cats. No. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh no. Okay, can Sorry. we? Okay, so I, I need to see cats, and we need to have we need to have oh, a redo no. Super Astro Sorry, All Bros episode with cats, and we'll fix this. <laughs> I'm gonna send you guys flowers for doing if that. You're down, <laughs> if you're down, I'm down. I don't care if he's down, but we're gonna do it. Yeah, I we'll should be. Please. I should be sent to jail for making this go below. You cats. don't understand. <laughs> you don't know my. Dis- Dane for cats. This genuinely hurts. That's unfortunate. Well, (laughs) this hurts. So it goes. (laughs) Trust me, I'll bring the funny enough. That cats episode is our second most popular episode. Yeah, because what the fuck was that movie? (laughs) Never, never. Don't, don't. don't That really surprises me. We're not going to go there. It's late. We're already going way over your allotted time. I'm sure. (laughs) But let's just. We'll we'll talk and we'll have another episode. <laughs> there we go. Oh. Yeah, guys, it's been it's been awesome. Yeah, that, you don't, this was yeah. like a, a oh no stop. I'm gonna I'm gonna be quiet. Never mind. Anyway, what else? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, it's two percent lower than X Men Dark Phoenix. Okay, two percent lower than X Men Dark Phoenix. Yeah. What? Yeah. And oh, no. Was, okay. No, that movie sucked so much. That movie oh, was that movie. No, that movie was way worse <laughs> than this movie. No, dude. Oh All right, so no. We're gonna do a and we're gonna do. Dude, no, that movie was way worse. I would rather watch this again. Dark Phoenix made me like sick to my stomach. It was really bad. Like you didn't watch it. You were asleep. Fair I watched it. <laughs> oh, that movie. And was bad. so we don't have very many C minus movies. And so the last C minus, this puts it. Actually, one second. What, what, how much is that? 0.15. Okay, so this may... Or, so... The, ugh. I just lost my train of thought. Gosh damn it, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, so Zack Snyder's Justice League is 0.03. 
percent higher than Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Okay, as long as it's higher, I will. I will yeah, at least take I that. Mean, yeah, that movie was bad. <laughs> that wasn't good. I'm I'm not a fan yeah, of so any of the Star Wars the the Star Wars sequel movies. So I mean, but that one especially. <laughs> yeah, but comparing this to the Justice League, let's go. Um, it is two percent higher. Cool. So Justice League is sitting at a D is, is sitting at a D plus. Okay. Hell yeah! Okay. So so it. we hallelujah. <laughs> a market improvement. <laughs> a marked improvement. Did I say yeah. market? Yeah, marked. Market. Marked improvement. I think you're right. Is it market or marked? I don't know. I'm gonna say market. That sounds cooler. <laughs> it is an improvement. It's an improvement. <laughs> That's good, you know. Yeah. And we, had, like we said, we didn't see the original, but so. you guys have, and you, you guys we'll are, you guys are smiling. Too. So yeah, I guess I, 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 I did. I did okay. Did <laughs> better than because I was I was scared that the one that was gonna sting was that it was gonna be l- lower rated than the Whedon one. So glad it wasn't. <laughs> I was just waiting for like, oh no. <laughs> I'm mad. Yeah, that luckily it's it wasn't. Cats, yeah. but we will it is what it is. <laughs> not as good as cats, but we'll we'll fix that. Don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, so that concludes this week's breakdown. Awesome. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Would you guys like to plug or promote anything that you, anything yes. you want to promote? We'd love we to. We are um, currently fundraising for our next film, which is called Willow and Lydia, which is about a lesbian couple who are trying to uh, conceive a baby and having a hard time. And so they turn to, uh, less than conventional and supernatural methods to try to help them achieve their goals of becoming parents. So we're currently crowdfunding for that and hope to get a little bit more support so we can move forward with that film, uh, this summer or whenever it is safe to do so with, uh, COVID restrictions. And also you can check out our latest short film that we did last year, uh, which is called Umbra, and that'll be on YouTube. Yeah, so. um, yeah, you know, like honestly, guys, you know, <laughs> follow us on Instagram. You'll get yeah. all the deets for the upcoming movie, for everything, and you'll get also like we have a link tree link in our profile, and you can see everything we've done, yes, including past films from our website and all that. And yeah, I mean, you know, donate if you can to the campaign. If you can't, that's all. Okay. That's yeah, okay. Just share. just share it. Follow us on Instagram. At Super and Astra. At Super Astra Films. Um, that's okay. the name of the Instagram <laughs> thing. I got it wrong. One word, all lowercase, at Super Astra Films. And um, yeah, we, you know, I'm always, I, I run the Instagram personally. So I'm always posting the updates. We're doing casting for the short film next week. Uh, we're, we're completing casting, rather. And we're going to be posting our actors and giving updates as we go along with table reads and all kinds of stuff and fun videos. And yeah, it will be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a good one. I can mm-hmm. promise that. It's gonna be it's gonna be better than better than Umbra. I hope. <laughs> I mean, um, um, Umbra's, Umbra's fantastic. This is super fantastic. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! So I'll put links to everything that Thank they're you. doing in the video description. Perfection. Uh, so definitely go and support them. We love supporting 
indie filmmakers. Yes. So appreciate it. Let's make it happen. We do. Yes. We, we need that help for sure. Absolutely. Let's make a movie. Thank yes, you guys. <laughs> thank you guys so much for having yeah, us. Thank, thank you. you. We had such a fun time. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for forcing us to watch this seventeen-hour. <laughs> I, and I just want to say that this this movie was my when 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 I watched it, it was my entire day. So it was. <laughs> it was my entire day. So thank you guys. It's been a great talk. Great talking yeah, with you guys. Um, yeah, it's been great. Yeah, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate the thank opportunity you. to to help you guys out thank and you. review your short film, which yes. we'll probably be doing tomorrow. So that yes. sounds great. Be nice. We're sensitive. Yeah, be souls. be gentle. We're artists. We are, our heart breaks very. We have glass hearts. Our we hearts talk break. a big game. We're so gentle and sensitive. Yeah, we're 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 little punks. So like, just be cool. So, thank you so much. Thank we you. Guys. Appreciate you guys, and we're excited to work together again in any capacity we can in the future. So. Yeah, we'd love to be back on whenever you guys are willing to have us. Yeah, absolutely. To talk yeah, about that'd be cats, awesome, guys. Again. Only ever to talk, to about, talk about cats. So. <laughs> so we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> hey, it gives All me right, an excuse so to watch guys... that movie again. Yeah, honestly. Like you need an excuse. You need to watch it at least seven more times i won't i will not talk about this with you on a podcast format until we've all seen it 10 times or more <laughs> Fair that's enough. the way it's Fair meant enough. to be viewed <laughs> uh, anyway if you guys like this episode want to hear more of our stuff be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts we are we're probably more place we're blah, 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 blah. i can't talk today we're probably more places than we aren't. So, if you can't find us on one one site, go look for us somewhere else. I think the only one we're not on is SoundCloud, and that's just because SoundCloud wants to wants me to pay them more money, and I don't want Nonsense. to. Nonsense. <laughs> Nor should you have to. Yeah. So, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube. Uh, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, facebook.com slash thealbros. Twitter and Instagram, our handle is at the All Bros. Uh, you can also email us if you have episode ideas, want to answer our question of the week, or if you want to join us on an episode. We'd love to have anyone on. And that's the Allbros channel at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, which has links to everything that we do, uh, tinyurl.com forward slash the All Bros. And again, links are going to be in the description for everything. So. Once again, thank you. Thank you. Guys for for joining us on this thank episode. You. We had yes, thank an you. absolute blast. So did, so did we. We had thank a great time. So Thanks for having us, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, until next week where we will be breaking down Oh shit, what are we breaking down? The Crudes. <laughs> a new age, not just the Crudes. <laughs> yeah, the Crude, yeah, that one. The Crudes too. There you go. <laughs> Till then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. Deuces. Bye. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye.